Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. Sustained effort and violence. No, please. No, please. Everyone be quiet. Was that supposed to be funny? I got a little taco meat on my chest. Cool. Neat story. I want to shake his hand. 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 Family. Let's get to pumping. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. We are coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930. You can find us online, PR927FM.com and please watch the show on facebook live or on youtube and be a part of the program chime in with your questions comments concerns sound drop requests whatever you want to do on this thursday we'll have a good time here for the next three hours on pirate radio live been waiting to talk to mully this week we got some nonsense to take care of when it comes to derby and golf pools and also Talk some baseball, talk some golf, and uh, some other sports topics with Mully coming up at around 3.30 on today's show. At 4 o'clock, we'll have our ECU baseball recap, and we're recapping a lot of wins, including a midweek win over Duke, a sweep over Memphis, and uh, Pirates got some big games coming up as they'll take on USF this weekend, Campbell at home next midweek, and then they'll wrap things up for the regular season against houston at home next weekend so we'll talk about all that with our buddy brandon manning who will join us inside the pirate radio studios to talk pirate baseball and a little mlb as well at around 4 30 we'll go inside the anger management rage room what is making you angry in the world of sports or life on this thursday we'll get some rage out it's good to do that don't keep those feelings inside let them out you'll feel better We'll be doing that coming up uh, in the second hour of today's show. At 5 o'clock, Troy D. will be here. We'll talk to Lee D., father of Troy D., for the first time in a long time. And we'll have a uh, little belated birthday celebration coming up in hour three for Troy D. on today's edition of Pirate Radio Live. All right. Uh, Chan Man has taking o- taken over the first chair today for production duties chandler so far so good how you doing doing good clipper hope you are doing good as well thank you for hoping that and guess what i certainly am we have cj schaefer joining us as the video producer on today's program nice flow coming off the back of his dome hello cj i appreciate that compliment clip thank you how are you doing off to a good start on today's show we sure are going to miss shirley yeah she is no longer with us on today's show moment of silence please thank you i mean it was kind of a moment of silence although i heard some chains clattering he's in the background. Have that, sorry for some reason he's got to have that chain on it's called total, winner's chain total disrespect uh shirley might join us she is about to do some pa over at max joiner family softball stadium uh right here in greenville north carolina as East Carolina is getting ready to play their game in the AAC softball tournament. By the way, they just went final right down the road here in Greenville. 
And a quick look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Uh, Wichita State has knocked off Memphis 22 to nothing. Good God. Wow. Yeah. Good gracious. 22 to nothing. My goodness. That score. Mm. I wonder if I can find a line for ECU. I think that broke, I think that broke the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. <laughs> uh, that is a blowout. So, uh, mm. let's see. There are some college softball lines available here. Let's see if we can find an East Carolina negatory. All right. So, we don't have... By the way, good teams win, great teams cover. I don't know if we mentioned it. Shout out to the lacrosse team last week covering plus 12 that, and a half and, baby and they covered easily well not easily but they covered well, i didn't win uh, any money because i didn't take the pirates like i said i was going to we're going to keep an eye on ecu softball as they play in their tournament and uh looking forward to some postseason baseball but still a lot of games left for the pirates before we get there including this weekend all right uh first things last we need to can i do something right quick yeah what you need to do um i'm in the mood to uh i don't know i guess it's because i'm sitting in this seat on a thursday i feel like i need to back my fat truck up and that's what i'm going to do clip bro all right that means it's time for the david price construction countdown to kickoff and it's a shame that you are seated so our listeners and viewers cannot view that truck that you speak of it's uh it's a big truck the ecu football countdown to kickoff is brought to you by david price construction run by ecu alum david price david price construction specializes in commercial projects maintenance on facilities and large-scale residential renovations and additions give them a call today 919-291-5532 or visit them online, davidpriceconstruction.com. For all your commercial or custom residential and building needs, David Price Construction, the proud ECU home services partner. Chandler, we got uh, we got basketball news to get to today. Plenty of baseball to talk about. But football is king. Football is always on the brain. And football is always right around the corner. So how many days are we away from kicking things off at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. We had Mike Houston on the show on Monday, and that had a lot of people riled up, had a lot of people asking me, hey, uh, I know you guys have the David Price construction countdown to kickoff. Missed last week. How many days is there going to be on Thursday? You just asked that question. I'm glad you did because I have the answer. 114 days on the David Price construction countdown to kickoff. ECU, NC State, Greenville, North Carolina, September 3rd. It's going to be a beautiful day. A lot of people. And let's see, TBA on the time. Hopefully we'll have a time here in the next few months. Um, But 114 days away until the Pirates and the Wolfpack kick off the 2022 campaign. And then uh, let me uh, let me crank this up right quick. Uh, are you getting fancy with it now? Oh yeah. Let me just crank that up. Look at producer boy over here. So people that are listening to this show right now, they're probably going, "What are they celebrating? Why are they playing this song?" Well, let me tell you why. Because the party of the year is back. It's back after a two-year hiatus. It is the Pirate Radio Kickoff Party. 112 days from that, September 1st. On a Thursday night to help kick off the season, we're going to be partying like a pirate, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be right here in downtown Greenville, next door to Pirate Radio at the State Theater. More details to come later on, 
as we get closer and closer to that time. So it is back. The party of the year is back, folks. 112 days from that, and then 114 days from ECU and NC State kicking off. And that is on the David Price Construction. Counting out a kickoff. We should wear our hard hats and go as like village people. People. Just an idea. Not all ideas are good. Business people, people. Bit, con, con, construction people, people. I'm down with it. I think that's a great idea. Just spitballing. Thanks, Chandler. You know what? I feel like we're. Uh, this could all turn to hell in a handbasket when Mully gets here, but very complimentary of one another today. We're all getting along. I think we're doing a great Dare job. Dare I say? I think we're all doing a great, this is the great best. job. This is I think the we're best. a good bunch. I think we're, we're rising to the standard. We're, we're performing at a high level. Uh, and we're a really good bunch. This and is the best ho- opening eight minutes ever. Pl- please, please, Sorry. please be Sorry, quiet. We're, we're, no. We're, we're, a bunch no. Of, we're a bunch of hard-nosed, hard-nosed radio guys. All right. Thank you, Chandler. Chandler's doing it all today. He's doing impressions. He's playing the sound bites. He's bringing up the countdown to kickoff. I mean, you are the utility man so far on today's program. Thanks, buddy. You're having a great show. While we're giving compliments, I want to give a compliment to CJ Schaefer. I have not told him this today. Uh I wanted to save it for the show. I am very impressed with you, CJ, and I mean that sincerely. Yesterday on the program you called your shot you said your team would win trivia not only did you do that you did that while watching your favorite basketball team absolutely collapse and i from my angle i was basically living that game through y'all's reactions and sounds because it felt like the complete opposite of the previous game where Milwaukee was in control at home and the Celtics, and they went on a run. I wouldn't say they stole it, but it felt like Milwaukee was going to win that game on Monday night. Last night, the Celtics had it in the bag. I do feel like Milwaukee stole last night's game, and I also feel like that's one you don't come back from if you're Boston. So uh, I'm going to give you credit for getting the dub last night and – while doing that, watching your team completely collapse and probably cash their ticket to Cancun or wherever teams go after they lose in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm going to have to uh, give a lot of credit to my teammates. Uh, they pulled me through a good 10 minutes of me being pretty quiet after the comeback happens. That was That was a brutal way to lose. It was... So the saying, I mean, they have the saying, like, uh, going out to win the game rather than trying not to lose the game. The Celtics spent the last four or five minutes last night trying not to lose the game. Uh, Lots of iso ball, uh, minimal ball movement. Um, Using the entire shot clock for the last few minutes of the game, despite only being up single digits, you're asking to get beat at that point, and... I mean, the last rebound off that missed Giannis free throw was just very unfortunate, but it was a product of what happened the previous two or three minutes. I mean, the last free throw rebound, uh, Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown got into each other, and it happened to fall into Bobby Portis's lap, who, I mean, he's right there at the basket. The basket, you're not going to miss that. Uh, and then Marcus Smart down the stretch, just brutal for the defensive player of the year to kind of get, outplayed by a lot by drew holiday that that said a lot 
And then was Tatum open on the right wing when Smart had the ball bringing it up? It like he was. he was wide open. He pulled off Tatum's defender. I forget who it was. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, he pulled off Tatum's mm. defender. And that's – I mean, that shot that he could have passed to Tatum would have been perfect, which is so – this is so weird compared to game one of the net series from the first round uh, where <laughs> I, I tried to complete Something it. hilarious is going <laughs> <laughs> So CJ's going through it. We're having a great sports discussion here on the sports show. And Chandler, who has gotten off to a great start on the show today, you can't deny that. He has hit all his cues, did a great job with the countdown to kickoff. <laughs> Uh, he's got his head, headphones have gone haywire. He is trying to fix his headphones, and then I see him just say, "Screw it, I'm going to put them on as is." <laughs> so he's got some jacked up headphones on. Or during the show, I'm sorry, CJ, continue. It's okay. The this is this this last couple possessions from Smart last night was a very uh, stark Unsmart. contract. All right, okay. Dumb. Oh, we're missing a rim shot. Nah, I didn't deserve it. I thought it was funny. But I don't know if it was dumb. It was just... uh, And and I I heard this discussion today. You've got Jalen Brown, you've got Jason Tatum, but Smart has the dog in him. I mean, he's... Yeah. You kind of want him to have the ball at the end. It's... Remember in game one of the uh, first round against the Nets, Marcus Smart had that three. You saw the video. Marcus Smart had a three. Two guys closing out on him. Last year, he would have taken that shot. Oh, this year, right, right, right. Yeah, he pump faked it, went through to defenders, and found Jason Tatum cutting to the basket. For the layup, yeah. That's the kind of Marcus Smart we could have used last night because there was an open guy, and it was Jason Tatum. And, I mean, I don't know if Tatum would have hit the three, but I would have liked him to take the shot rather than Marcus Smart. <clears throat> so, that kind of changed everything last night. And then, uh, you know, what the hell happened after that? The Grizzlies win 134-95 to 95 in a game they completely dominate. Uh, they're up 10 after the first quarter. Second quarter, they outscore Golden State 42-17. to 17. And this still feels like the Warriors are going to win this series. Uh, they are up 3-2. to two. Draymond is dancing with the Memphis Dancers late in the game. So I still feel like they're going to win it. But... Uh, I don't know. Last night was pretty embarrassing. You know what? Good for Memphis to win one without Ja Morant to have a party in that building, but I don't think it's going to amount to much. And this feels a lot like – so in like 2015, 2016, when Golden State was kind of fighting up a mountain, they were in the position that Memphis is in right now. They're a young, scrappy team with a lot of talent, a lot of young talent that you see. Like they're going to be a difference. They're going to be difference makers in the future. Uh, but right now they're still trying to, I guess, find their place and kind of prove it to everybody on a big stage. Uh, and they've done, I mean, they've done well so far. They played a good first round against uh, Minnesota. And honestly, if the series ended right now and the Warriors win it 4-2, to two, that's a great showing. You win huge without John Morant. Um, and you've built you've built something and you've got the players that you can use as a foundation going forward. All right, there is your NBA playoff update. couple of games tonight. Uh, Sixers will try to stave off elimination. They're at home as a favorite against the Heat, and the Suns uh, are slight favorites on the road against the Dallas Mavericks. So that's tonight in the NBA. Let's talk uh, a little ECU athletics. Uh, let's go football first. So saw this posted on Hoist the Colors. Uh, it 
comes from i guess a usa today article although when i click on the link uh, i get a dead link so i can't see it off usa today but uh this claims to be uh, from usa today and them ranking every college football team one through 131 by the way coming in last our old conference mates uconn brutal shout out to the uh huskies all right um we did this earlier everyone guessed well troy guessed and do you guess chandler you guessed cj i said 72 both of y'all don't believe in the pirates that was clear because uh troy was like in the 80s you were 72 can i guess yeah 58 east carolina comes in chandler's big day continues 58 well done chandler almost as if you heard this earlier uh so 58 for east carolina cj you ask a good question how many teams from the american are ahead of east carolina in these way too early preseason rankings and the answer is a few houston is the highest ranked at 26 cincinnati goes from final four college football playoff to 38 ucf right below them at 40 and then you have east carolina at 58 followed closely by smu so uh pirates uh round fourth i guess pretty fair yeah i think that's pretty fair especially considering where you finished last season um i think there's a clear upper echelon of teams in the conference and you just named the five in my opinion Mm, well i mean are we in cincinnati's tier are we in ucf's tier right now i think for cincinnati probably houston's ranked really high up here i mean i think it's a fair position for east carolina especially the year you're coming off a seven and five season your first bowl appearance and for the first time in what five six years but you talk about and we had mike houston on the show the returning starters that we have what is it eight on one side of the ball and then like seven on the uh, on the other so you have a lot of guys returning and that includes your your quarterback and Holton Naylor's. You still have the running backs and Keaton Mitchell and Rajay Harris. And I mean, there's guys behind them that might make an impact on that offense this year. You talk about the offensive line that's going to be improved um, for Holton Naylor's to get more time. Wide receiver, the wide receiver room is a, a concern, but we got some guys in with the transfer portal. Uh, and then shockingly, the tight end group is uh, going to be exciting to see. And then d- defensively, you, you have a lot of guys, especially uh, starting with Xavier Smith there in the middle. So I think 58 is a pretty good spot for the Pirates. Boy, it's great compared to where we've been. I think there's a top tier with the three teams we talked about, Houston, Cincinnati, and UCF. I think there's a bottom tier with Temple and South Florida. And then everybody else is kind of in the middle, and I think East Carolina's at the top of that middle tier. I think there's a couple teams – where ECU lies in like a tier under the top where you've got you've kind of got the formula and you showed it last year that you can be a good team but it's kind of you're kind of still in that stage where you need to continue to prove it and that's kind of where we sit right now yeah uh you're you're in a, a dark horse situation a uh, a sleeper situation to uh to you know jump to the top right. uh Tyler says y'all might have covered this but the softball 
but is the softball game on oh okay i thought you were telling me it was on uh a game concluded just before we came on the air it was so is that 45 minutes after that game concludes? it's probably 30 45 minutes so uh i'm thinking we're gonna have to well why don't i just check and see what ecu softball says on social media or we could text our good friend shirley rhodes shirley rhodes will be on the pa for that game so uh now we will be giving updates on that throughout the show tyler and i don't believe they've gotten underway as of yet so once they do, we'll have that on and ready to go. I hope we have a lot of winking going on today on the show. Yeah, good luck to Shane Winkler trying to pull off a big upset. They were swept by uh, South Florida during the season. Uh, Susan Dean says, hashtag fire Matt rule. We'll talk NFL at some point today. Schedule release coming out tonight. And uh, I might rant about that a little bit for sure. A little bit for In sure. terms of the schedule. Uh, one other East Carolina note. Wanted to mention uh, a couple of baseball projections. Igo says yesterday, I gave him to just throw one out for us. Where does he think East Carolina will end up in postseason play? He says as a two or three in Blacksburg against Virginia Tech. Uh, that uh, the Pirates could be in the state of Virginia. D1 baseball has East Carolina as the three seed in Charlottesville. Um, I'll take that. Good memories there. Yeah. Uh, we have had success in that exact spot in years past. Baseball America has East Carolina as the three seed in College Park, where Maryland would be hosting that one. So Igo points out on Hoist the Colors, East Carolina is the only team included from the American in the postseason projections meaning it's a, a one-bid league. So, need to see what happens with Houston this weekend. Can they jump back up? And if East Carolina doesn't win the league, would they still still be in at-large? I think at this point, yes, uh, obviously depending on what happens the rest of the way. But if they win these series, if they sweep one of these series and then have a good showing in Clearwater, um, I think they've done enough the second half of the season yeah. to get in as an at-large. It sounds like... Uh, with the American projected to be a one-bid league, it's still going to have to be a strong finish to end the year, like you said. Uh, but if there was one team from the American that doesn't have to win the conference tournament to make it to make uh, a regional, it would have to be East Carolina. I'd almost wish these projections would have, because they're projecting ECU to win the conference tournament. I wish they'd project like Houston to win and then what would happen. Right. Because right. I would love to see where they would have East Carolina slotted them. Maybe we'll try to get uh, Aaron Fit on the show uh, at some point before the uh, maybe in the next couple weeks to see what he thinks about East Carolina's at large chances. All right. Um, we'll run over scores on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck. Da Buck. Still a week away from the PGA Championship. Harold Warner the third getting back on the golf course. He's not playing this weekend. And uh, hit some other topics. But right now, we'll take our first break. We will come back and talk to Mike Mullis. He'll join us live in the Pirate Radio studios. Love it. An in-studio Mully appearance. That's going to be fun. Or terrifying. We'll see what happens when we return after this.
are listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates for Mexican food and fun. It's got to be Chico's for dining or to go. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Coming up at 4 o'clock, we'll talk some Pirate Baseball and more with Brandon Manning. We'll also go inside the Anger Management Rage Room here on a Thursday. Tell you what we're peeved about in the world of sports and general life. Also at 5 o'clock, Troy D will be here We'll do a belated uh, birthday celebration for Troy D coming up at 5 o'clock and, uh, and have more for you, too. Uh, Chandler Honeycutt, CJ Schaefer here, and Mike Mullis joins us in the Pirate Radio studios. Hello, Mully. Hey, buddy. Mully, we are coming off our second failed pool here at Pirate Radio. <laughs> really? <laughs> are you shocked? Now, there, can, you got some newsflash uh, music in there? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, our Kentucky Derby pool did not go as planned, and, and really most of that is due to the amazingness that happened with so a horse that was not supposed to be in the race gets in the race after a scratch and wins it and we were not prepared for that outcome although i argued that i should have been the winner since i had the 20th stall which is where that horse came is it rich strike rich strike rich strike uh, news on Rich Strike will not be racing next weekend at the Preakness. So there's some news for you. Um, but, Molly, you were in the pool and then out of the pool because mm-hmm. you couldn't be here and then back in and then about three minutes after that, back, back out. out. Question for you, Molly. Yeah. Uh, what was the handler of Rich Strike? What was the symbol? Uh, his number, you're asking? No, no, no. We know what his number was. What was the symbol? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah, I, if that's supposed to be funny, I don't think anybody out there got it. <laughs> he laughed. He's laughing at me digging on you. Again, now you're... Molly's idea was to go by the jockey... Num- the silk numbers. Number. The numbers. You pull by the horse's number. Just because most horse races have scratches at some point. There were actually three scratches, if I'm not mistaken, in the Kentucky Derby. That one was just the latest. Now... Your idea was to choose by the jockey number, which Correct. I thought was we were doing the same you thought, thing. You know, you thought I was being funny. You sent me I a really text did. later on that said, "Thanks for the the levity, thanks for the humor." Well, that was not just for that suggestion; that was for the whole segment, right? And okay. going in and out and in and out, right? It was fun. It was I, I laughed. I love it. it. It's way more fun for that to happen than just run a boring pool. Yeah, who would want to have a pool that makes sense? <laughs> not I mean, us. That is just such not the pirate radio. Not world. us. Yeah. But we all kind of did the same thing. We went by the... Clearly not. But the jockey number matches the stall number. Clearly not. Yes, it does. What Molly. was the number on the horse that won? 21. What horse did... What stall did he come out of? See, now I That's I the end you. of the story. I hear you. Yeah. But if we'd have gone by your way, we still wouldn't have had a winner. Because nobody would have had the number 21. But you would have not have had a, 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 a... There would be a more clear answer to who the winner was. So... Because then you just go with the next horse. Yes, and we did not set up that stipulation. Correct. When we well, talked. That, well, that was the main problem then. We just didn't... 
No, it's just like not up. penalizing a guy for missing the cut in the freaking Masters don't, pool. Don't look I'm at glad me. we're over that. Hey, CJ, look, now, that. you had moved up, son. You are free falling. <laughs> hey, no parachute. Hey, it's probably Petty. best if you just shut your mouth. Hey, Tom Petty, <laughs> chill out over there. Yeah, you, you, it, yeah, come on. No, what? Uh, go ahead. What do you think we should go by next? Uh, yeah, race, you know CJ? what, Molly, you and me next week, our own little. Oh, I pool. offered. I already offered that. Yeah, we'll we'll pick based on the astrological sign of the uh, trainers. Now you're being a smart ass. Me? I would never do that. We're just being equally ridiculous. If you'd have picked the numbers, none of this would matter. We would not even be having this conversation. The person who you should be speaking to about that is not even in the building. But he's listening. This is the best possible way that we could be having this conversation. (laughs) So that we we are not drowning in absolute ridiculousness. Because I may have already walked out by this point. He cannot respond. I am the new co-commissioner for the Preakness Stakes, and there will not be an issue this time. Okay. Uh, Molly uh, got a question. Next week's a big week. We got PGA Championship mm-hmm. and Preakness, so that means we are doubling up on the pools here. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Oh man, I huge th- week. I think I'm gonna stick with the pool in my backyard. My thousand <laughs> pennies are back on the line. Uh, would you like to be involved in either one of those? I, 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 why? You know what? I'm gonna take the. Uh, Wait, are you asking why am I inviting him, no, or I'm why saying, would he be in it? No, why would he not be in I, it? I'm gonna take the the Tom Brady position here. I'm gonna be the commentator on this deal. Like, I want that deal are you instead being of paid? playing. Well, I, I, we'll work out the the, the numbers later. But I, I, I'm gonna go to like I'm gonna now I am retiring from pirate radio pools. What? But I will go into the Tom Brady seat of being the a brand ambassador. As well as an analyst. Are you sure? There's we, a lot more fun as a social member. We were going to pick golfers <laughs> based on shoe size. I tell you what, George Carlin is rolling over here. Today. I tell you, is, it, is this your best? <laughs> he is on fire. Because if this is your well, best, that's off, be funny. Hey, look, they told me to do it off the air, so I'm just fulfilling their, I'm just fulfilling what they wanted. If you want to, if you want to get it all out there, we want you did a Mully voice earlier today. And we, well, I said you won't do that on the air, yeah, and you have just, yet to do that on the air. It just wasn't good. It was good. That's why we wanted you to do it. But that Are ship you, sailed. So, so you're still in Chandler's material too, right? I, always, I made this point earlier. That's always been his thing. Mully is a man on an island right now because we we have we're in a better place, but I don't feel like we are where we were before the Masters. CJ, y'all were buddy buddy. Now he's off the list, and then Middleman Chan. So, Molly, do you have any friends here at Pirate Radio anymore? I, I, I don't know. It's funny when you win, when you're right, it's hard to have friends. <laughs> when you're, I mean, I'm kind of the Yankees of this whole pool oh. thing. <laughs> yeah. Because theoretically, well, I won the Masters pool. Theoretically. Yeah. It, it, well, I at least won the comeback by the penny exchange. And then I, I am the de facto winner because I was right about picking the numbers. So I just look. I just all you do is win. I like my position. All I do is He's win. DJ Khaled over here. All right. Anyway, so Molly will not be involved in our pools uh, next week. We've got that out of the way. Molly, uh, let's talk real sports while we got you here. It's a great uh, show. Pirate baseball, great run they're on right now. Uh, are they an at large as we sit here right now? Sure. Why not? I mean that to me, and and shame on me for writing them off. Did you no, write them I, off? No, I, look, I knew that their chances to win the conference and have a great showing in the conference were there. The conference is right for the taking. 
and they've done what they need to do. This thing is certainly not over. I mean, it's two out of three kind of the next couple weekends. It's kind of a, a, a minimal, but now this weekend, if I understand correctly, uh, there are a couple scenarios where they could actually clinch the regular season title this weekend. Uh, so, I mean, again, they got to just go out and play tomorrow night and take care of business, and, and all this stuff will work itself out. Have, what about the job, and we got to give the coaches credit, we certainly have to give C.J. Mayhew credit. This is a guy that told us earlier this year, even in high school, he liked coming out of the pen more than starting, and that's how he was used. Now he is a weekend starter. He was basically doing a uh, a bullpen or a what do they call it in uh, what did the Rays call it a uh, opener kind of in that right. position now he's going nine no hit innings the week before he goes four perfect innings uh, in a game and just uh, nobody saw this coming nobody thought he'd be in this position and credit to him for make, taking advantage of this opportunity well and I think he's the obvious one right now coming off the outing he just had but I, I think who's kind of lost in this is probably not doing exactly what he wanted to do either is Ryder Giles so he he definitely bridged a the gap there a couple really good starts on Friday nights kind of got away from a little bit uh but he you know those those starts those wins those competitive outings he had were critical to put the Pirates where they are right now so I mean I I think it's just reflective of uh, the selflessness, the culture that that Coach Galwin, Coach Palumbo, the staff over there uh, has created. Uh, again, I you know, you get into the postseason, nobody can be counted out. You, you just you don't know. Uh, you know, there's the Coastal Carolina example. There's I mean, there's countless examples of teams that find a way to get into the postseason. Uh, postseason things, uh, you know, shake out the right way, and they have tremendous success. So who knows? I mean, these dudes are not uh, certainly not done fighting. And the problem with East Carolina when they get into the super regional play, and I bring this up because of an event the other night, the kid that throws the no-hitter for the Angels, he's one of the guys we ran into again at Louisville years ago. Think about Lighter and Rocker last year, those top-end starters. And I go, we're talking about it, I don't know if we were on there or off there, but the one year East Carolina had success in the Supers, Mully and I were calling some mm-hmm. games in Winston-Salem yep, right. with the Canes. But uh, they played against an offensive team, right? Texas, Texas Tech, Tech, who yep. did not have the the front end arm. So I don't know. I found that interesting the other night when I heard is it Detmers through the no hitter. Mm-hmm. I was like, where do I know that name? And uh, Google didn't found out. He's uh, one of those Louisville aces from years ago. Well, I, and I, you know, the NCAA uh, regionals kind of allow for that. And I think back, uh, probably one of the worst regional snubs that I can remember, and I say snub was uh, UVA winning the ACC tournament and being sent to San Diego State who was hosting who started Strasburg against them the first night Ooh. so and their leadoff guy was a little guy a little lefty I don't remember his name first pitch he saw he hits it over the fence so they beat Strasburg so I, that's that's just the nature of postseason baseball right you you can't be mad about who you draw you can't be mad about where you go you've got to be happy just to be there uh, and then it's just a matter of go play baseball i mean we saw east carolina a few years back go to charlottesville with william and mary there and as a three yeah and uh you know next thing you know william and mary beats uva twice so then we're we're in the driver's seat in the championship game for the regional we got you know all you got to do is beat bill and mary twice and that you got to feel good about being in that position so it works lots of different directions east carolina about to get underway by the way uh right down the road at max joiner family stadium they'll take on usf jill jelnick on the call 
on ESPN Plus, former Pirate softball player. Uh, she'll join us right here on Pirate Radio Live coming up on Friday. So looking forward to catching cool. up with Jill Jelnick. Uh, Molly, have you ever played in or coached in a game that neither team had a hit in the ninth inning? No. No. Yeah, I, I, I was, mean, that was something. I would say that's more uh, rare than like. Uh, an unassisted triple play it's probably as rare a feat as could happen in baseball um I, it, so years back there was a kid or a kid local guy uh, david Watkins shot 59 uh playing golf at ironwood and 59 is you know is kind of the holy grail number in golf uh and that was as uh, rare of an athletic uh, endeavor as i've ever been a part of so is that just some guy going out there shooting or is that some kind he's of a former, tournament of no his? he was well, a former east carolina player oh, okay. uh, played on the mini tour some really really great guy if, if anybody listening that uh plays much golf in here probably got a chance to meet d watt and play play you know play with him one of the nicest young men but anyway he he we were playing in a saturday little shootout kind of deal and he goes out and lights it up luckily he was my partner and uh, <laughs> so we did quite well i i think that was one of my finest jobs of coaching absolutely so what did you get credit for any of that score too since no you so were on the team well i had people come in and ask me if i cut him which means did i beat him on any holes uh and i'm like he shot 59 yeah. I mean, I may have tied him a few holes, but it's going to be very difficult to cut a dude that shoots 59. He yeah. shot 29 on the front at Ironwood. That's pretty strong. That's pretty impressive. Uh, Mike Mullis joining us here inside the Pirate Radio studios. Can you hang out another segment? Sure. Sure. As long as CJ can stay. CJ's here for the long haul. Uh, and because I did. Shirley Rhodes is at that game doing PA. I right did now. get a text from uh, Brandon Manning, who's on his way to the studio, and he did say that to please ask CJ to be funny by the time he gets here. I'm not sure exactly <laughs> wow. what that means. So. Tell you what, you you asked for it, and you're getting it right now, CJ. The reign of pain. Rough, rough times. Don't on my it, own island, and I don't need anybody's approval. Okay. Well, All right. good enough. There you go. Well, Take you it. got nobody, so that's perfect. <laughs> hey. Uh, we will take a timeout, come back, more to go. We'll talk some more baseball. We'll talk a little golf and more with Mike Mullis back with you after this. to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006. University PC Care are the local tech support experts for any business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take Take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Cliff Brock. Chandler Honeycutt, well done. Seamless right there. And uh, Mike Mullis has graded you on your reads in the past. Molly, that was near I, perfection. It was nicely done. There is uh, no better feeling than looking up and seeing Mike Mullis shake his head yes. Uh, that's yeah. nicely done. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Put that one in the highlight reel. East Carolina and USF are underway right down the road here in Greenville, North Carolina in the AAC Softball Championships, and the Pirates go very quietly in the top of the first inning. A couple of strikeouts, ground out to the pitcher. They will now take the field for the first time today. No score in that one in the bottom of the first inning. Uh, Final in day baseball today, the Astros hammered the Twins 11-1. 
Chandler, your Nationals are trailing the Mets right now. Four nothing at last look, and did, that's what the score is now. Did you see? Yes. Oh, my God. Juan Soto gets caught at third. Third baseman for the Mets throws a wild throw past the second baseman at second base. And the ball, and, and then Josh Bell, who has no speed at all. Not fleet of foot. Gets up like the ball went all the way to the warning track and it just is dead in the water. And just like that, it makes for a good, funny video. Well, let Molly take a look at it while you describe it. So, yeah, it was a... It, uh, is, it is kind of the... It was um, a poor play all around, really. It, it is the summary of what Nats baseball is going to be for the next few years. <laughs> so. The uh, Mets trying to close it out. They're up 4 nothing in the ninth inning. Right now, the A's lead the Tigers 5-3, to three, and the Orioles trying to win another one in St. Louis. It is to 3-1, that score as they play in the eighth inning the red hot o's nah, they are not terrible no they're I, they're surprisingly decent i kind of feel like that you know major league the yeah, uh, grounds crew and they're like these guys are terrible and then about three four weeks in the season they're like they're not, uh, not that terrible bad, yeah. so maybe uh maybe they got something here and looking to call up adley rushman their prospect catcher very soon and i know o's fans are excited about that um Mully, I did not see this yesterday. Christian Yelich hits for the cycle for the third time in his career, and only six people have done that in baseball history. That's pretty impressive. You know what? It's it's kind of unfortunate for him. He's one of the best hitters in the game and has been his whole career. But you know, he plays in Milwaukee, so it's he, he kind of plays in a vacuum. But he, um, I mean, he, he's a he's a professional hitter. He's a great player. He really is. Who's the last player to hit for the cycle three times, Chandler? Is it Trey Turner? It is Trey Turner. Well done. I was going to ask, was he a part of that list? He is. Yeah. He did it on his birthday last season when he was a national. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Do you remember Trey Turner at State? Mm -hmm. Sure do. Undersized shortstop. Yeah. Could fly. A lot of speed. Yeah, he could fly. Yeah, he was... uh, if I'm not mistaken, he was on that uh, club with with Brett Williams, kid from Newburn that played at Pitt, was on that team. I think they overlapped a year or two. Um, but yeah, I remember. It's Dodgers right now, twenty and nine, uh, off to the uh, a good start. Yeah, but how, I mean, how did they lose nine games? I know. I mean, they lost to the freaking Pirates. I mean, the other day that that lineup is NL All Star type stuff. It is historic. Uh, right now, the Yankees have the most wins in Major League Baseball. Molly at twenty two, and they're doing it with pitching. They still, they are. Are they the only team? Them and the Houston Astros, the only teams that have not allowed 100 runs this year. Yankees have allowed 83 runs in 30 games. That's pretty good. That's pretty dang good pitching right now. Uh, Pirates get a nice little double play, about a four unassisted, as uh, makes the catch on the line drive and the tag. Two down in the bottom of the first as USF takes on East Carolina. Mully, PGA Championship next week. Uh, first time... We'll get to see Harold Varner III in a long time. I guess we did see him last week at the Kentucky Derby, uh, but he'll have a club in his hands coming up next Thursday. And I think that was the tournament. I think they were actually running it at AJ's during trivia. They had the Golf Channel on. They were showing the final round of the PGA. I believe that was the tournament where Harold 
had a chance the, uh, on Sunday, Sunday yeah. and and blew it. Yeah. Had a rough day, uh, but he's had some success there. He's been playing the best golf of his career, and uh, I don't know. I'm excited to see him next week. Yeah, I mean, always fun to see him, and uh, you know, it, it's it's kind of cool to have a local rooting interest. And I will tell you what, he's made quite a name for himself as both a uh, player and a character out there and I, you know it seems to be very well liked and all reports are that he is you would think he would be on the top of that that remember that silly thing they made about growing the game or whatever yeah. and they just gave it to tiger woods yeah well you would th- like he should be excluded from whatever that well, thing is you know, about moving the needle yeah because uh, harold he moves it a little bit no i think he does too uh where are they next week molly i'll pull up the schedule here oh gosh uh byron nelson is they're byron week? nelson this week this in weekend. texas yeah. and yeah. is it in oklahoma next week let me find it sorry the, you know what i look yes at? tulsa oklahoma southern go. hills country yep, southern hills that's right know anything about that one? uh no nah, i you know that that that's uh they're always gonna have those courses uh you know ready for this tournament and and it's i mean that it that 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 whole deal and and i love the way they're doing this with their spacing out the majors where you have like a major a month or a major every you know i guess it's maybe five weeks now since the masters or that'll be on the fifth week since the and then the u.s open is exactly a month yeah. after i i, I think PGA. that is so cool i mean it, it, you know and i think it, it's got to be easier for the players to set their schedules too you know as far as getting ready some prefer to play into a major some prefer to you know to rest so i, I mean it's got to help them and and kind of how they go about their deal and i don't know how it works but so harold yesterday the news came out that he had committed to play in the travelers championship which is one week after the u.s open so i don't know did do they usually set their dates this far out as yeah far i mean as I, I think be? most of them and again never haven't been out there but i think most of them uh you know they look at the schedule and i think you know the younger guys are a little more aggressive in their schedule and they have to be to keep their you know keep kind of keep their rights but um once the more the more uh, established guys can kind of look out and and, and pick and choose where they're going to go out and, and play defending champion of the pga championship is phil mickelson yeah huh. a name we have not seen Awkward. and heard from in a while yeah he's supposed to be there uh i mean there was a i read something the other day where i mean who but who knows who knows and with his gambling losses what i saw that too that's that's crazy yeah uh but with this uh live stuff that's out there now you know it's man look and i was thinking about this earlier it's um this is certainly unprecedented times in the world of sports period in college sports whatever but you know what's kind of cool about it is we've got something to talk about other than like the nfl uh, other than the NBA, I mean, it, there's, there's kind of like whatever you want to be able to talk about. There's something relevant happening in that genre of sport yeah. right now. It's 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 kind of a, it's it's an interesting time for sure. All right, Molly, set me straight here. So U.S. Open is they try to make it as yeah, difficult, difficult as possible and scores like sometimes in the you know plus one could win it yeah it could i mean yeah it's going to be single digits so what about pga championship what is unique no it's going to be about that, that? that's golf tournament i mean it's it, obviously the money and the things that go along with it but there's no uh gimmick as far as i okay. can set up the golf course all right fair enough uh and then the open championship will be july 14th so like you said it's kind of month month yep. month so all right, that's what's going on in the golf world. Mully, uh, let's see, anything else? You were following anything in sports? Basketball? No, I, you know, I mean, hurricanes? I, kind of like, I, I kind of keeping track of that. You know, I like to know wins and losses. But I, and I did the other night, uh, there was a playoff hockey game on, and I did watch it, just kind of bear down a little bit. And I was like, yeah, this is fast moving and all, and these dudes are physical. But I just don't understand what's going on. Yeah. 
so it makes it tough when you don't know the rules and all that stuff yeah uh nfl speaking of which schedule release tonight oh. i know you're pumped about I that mean, yeah how about a guy and i'll talk about this in a moment uh somebody created a twitter account called nfl schedule leaks and got ten thousand followers in three or four days did it this week and then announced today guess who just got ten thousand followers by literally making up a bunch of nfl games because i was bored and faking out almost the entire football twitter landscape this guy right here so he just set up an account started putting dates and games down and people just believe whatever they see i i smelled some fish when he said commanders at lions on thanksgiving if the, the nfl would never put that game on thanksgiving that's terrible that's brutal but anyway that just goes to show you don't trust everything you read well folks. and people uh you know that's the the up and down side of social media people are starving for information right they did they they want to be in the know and uh anyway yeah that's uh kind of a you know i don't know that that kind of a keyboard warrior move right there you know i'm gonna I'm yeah gonna, it's kind of gross on that side yeah. but i think more so just hey what you see make sure you you check it out a couple other sources well they don't it's not like they're reporting it they just looked at it and i'm sure talked about it sitting around having a beer or whatever but yeah. it's not like it uh it greatly i don't think anybody booked their travel plans based on that i would hope not anyway <laughs> speaking of the nfl uh clip uh there is some news developing here ryan o'halloran broncos beat writer for the denver post is reporting that uh i don't even know the name era Arapaho County Sheriff's Office says Broncos. Arapaho would be my guess. Uh, Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy was taken into custody between 11:30 a.m. and 12:30 uh, p.m. today. Judy hasn't been booked yet, so no information yet on charges. So they just uh, got him. So some new, uh, some developing stories there revolving Jerry Judy. All right. On now we speculate on what he did. And will it be he be available for the opener? What that didn't come from the leaked schedule source there, did it? <laughs> okay, you feel good about that one. This came from a Broncos, Broncos reporter. Beat rider from right. the Denver Maybe Post. he's just kidding. Good enough. Yeah. Uh, Molly, thanks for joining us. No, man, always good. I do like the uh, avocado hat there. Yeah. It's a good lid. I like it. I like it a lot. Need to go see the Woodies uh, at some point in the season. We gave out some tickets yesterday. Johnny Gardner, our winner and uh send me his address i gotta get those out to him all right molly will uh have a good weekend yeah. uh you will not be a part of the pirate radio pools next week is that correct good god almighty she just smoked that that's about the fifth ball they've hit hard that, that one just happened to get out on charles south florida just hit one onto the track um behind the softball complex yeah. good grief they've hit the ball hard now yeah. i mean i've been kind of watching that corner of my eye they've hit the ball hard that one like i said she just elevated that one so uh, it's a no on the no, uh, golf good. pool and horse pool i'm good all right well we asked let's uh, take a time out brandon manning gonna join us next we will talk pirate baseball major league baseball we will go inside the anger management rage room and rage here on this thursday that and more on the way pirate radio live back with you after this
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program. UB has been an ECU tradition. For over 50 years, shop online anytime at piratewear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Cliff Brock. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. A couple of old guys hanging out in the Pirate Radio studios. Brandon Manning joining us, former Pirate. <clears throat> We're going to do our ECU baseball recap. And boy, these have been a lot of fun here of late because we got a lot of wins to talk about with Brandon. Now is the perfect time to get a review of your home, auto, and life insurance with a trusted and experienced agent. Are you trusted? I would like to think so, yes. And at this point, very experienced. Uh, 12 years in, I'm, in, I'm home on. Sounds good. Call ECU grab Brandon Manning with Farm Bureau Insurance at 531 531- one eight one two and uh you can schedule a review get a free quote and brandon uh with farm bureau insurance what a uh, run the pirates are on right now getting hot at the right time we thought once conference play rolled around that this team would would start to feel good about themselves pick up some wins but back-to-back sweeps so uh, that is huge and that 14 and 4 mark looks fantastic in the uh conference standings Man, that's great. I mean, we, we talked about it when the weather warms up. Our bats typically warm up. Just just so happens we had a cold snap of weather in eastern North Carolina for a little bit. But um, all in all, everything's starting to click. And when one piece is not falling into place, another piece picks it back up and does something. And, that, and that's what winning teams do, and that's what the Pirates are doing right now. And when you lose uh, Jake Kujmaner, a veteran starter, uh, C.J. Mayhew steps up and gives you nine no-hit innings, a guy that – Really, you looked at going into the season as your potential closer or your most trusted reliever has now turned into maybe your most important weekend starter. It's amazing how this thing has shifted since February, but give credit uh, to these coaches and and to these players for accepting their roles because there's a lot of guys right now with a role that was not uh, the role given to them in February. I mean, you you look at a lot of the young guys who were – talked about to being maybe you know a midweek starter midweek long reliever well they're getting a lot of weekend innings um may, mayhew may maybe a, a weekday starter but you're you're like you said you're closer you're long reliever and he's having to step up and just shut shut teams down for long periods of time longer than he's ever wanted to even going back to high school like you talked about earlier i mean and everybody it is the next man up mentality that cliff's been preaching you know since the whole wizard hunt deal happened hey don't worry about it we got other guys in the stable um, just bring him, bring me another horse. That one's scratched. Let's go to the next one. He'll win the Kentucky Derby force. A rich strike reference there from Brandon Manning. Gets that in. Well done. And uh, look, a lot of times we see a guy who's highly touted come in, struggle um, early on. And think about Carter Spivey. You, you, don't, you don't really write him off, but you say, okay, maybe this guy's not who he thought he was. Well, now a couple years later, look at what he's doing, how important he's been to the team. He's now the saves leader for this Pirate baseball team. I mean, and, and that was the one of the unexpected things. When CJ takes in another role, Carter Spivey takes that role and everything's working. And then you got, you know, your uh, uh, – Danny Beals of the world and stuff like that that are that are going to give you good innings here and there and you know I think that his relationship and all and Coach Knight's relationship with the pitching staff has been so so well documented that when 
he knows. Like the other night, he Cliff said in a quote, "I could look at him and tell he was good to go." Well, he he knows a couple of pitches in when it's time to take Danny out or when it's time to take you know some of these other guys out, and it's really helping us know that we have a good coach at the helm right now that's taking care of everything. Brandon Manny joining us. The Pirates uh, have really improved that RPI over the last couple of weeks. How about sitting at thirty five right now? Uh, where what's a good spot to be for an at large? Top twenty. That's a great spot to be. I mean, yeah. But how about a good, like, to get in as a, uh, you know. I mean, anything in the top 40, I guess, would be. You got an argument. Be. Yeah. You, you have an argument say, yeah, yeah, that's that's my spot. I'm going there. But, I mean, you, you want to put yourself on up there. I forgot what we were two years ago. Mm. We, we were in the top 15 at one time a couple of years ago, weren't we? The year that, uh, yeah. Well, the year that. Before COVID, the, we, la- the last the year before COVID, and the year we just missed out on a hosting a super, right, right, where they played uh, Louisville. Is mm-hmm. that the year? Yeah, which uh, you see their guy through a no hitter, yeah, uh, Demers this week. He's pretty good. Uh, East Carolina sitting at thirty five right now, so they can improve on that number as they go along. Really, what's helping them, Brandon? It seems like is not who they're playing now, but who they played earlier this year, winning games. That's what's moving the RPI when you get. Uh, UNCW beating NC State and then things like that happen. All that is a, a trickle-down effect that, that helps East Carolina, and it's another reason why you, you play that challenging schedule. I mean, outside of Ryder, we really didn't have many bad losses. I mean... Bryant. Bryant, that's what I meant. Who, did we play Ryder? I don't know. Seemed to play them. We played them in basketball, basketball at the CIT. That's right. But outside of Bryant, we didn't have any bad losses. I mean... We play. We're going to play Campbell every year, regional regional game, and they're going to put up W's in their conference, and they and they hit the heck out of the ball, and they play a tough schedule themselves. So, if they go in and beat an NC State or Duke or Carolina or South Carolina, they're going to be okay. Uh, you know, I think Scooter said College of Charleston's been helping us lately. Yeah, too, College of Charleston historically is a is a good regional team. I mean, they they do great. Um, I we didn't play Greensboro this year. I mean, I would like to. I would. I would like to schedule Billy G back in Greenville. That would be great. Have, they hadn't played Billy G, have they? Yeah. Mm-mm. I think they played him. Might have played him there when Link Jarrett was the coach, maybe mm-hmm. a few years ago. Um, but you know, I, I, we haven't played him since Coach Godwin's been there. I'd like to see him back in Greenville, just just as a hey, how are you doing type of game. Yeah. Um, and, and they shoot. I think they swept South Carolina. Maybe Greensboro did. So that that would have been another good regional. But there's so much good baseball in our region. When we play our regional matchups, you know, Virginia Tech, Virginia's, Carolina, Duke, App State. Man, all those teams are pretty good. I mean, I mean, even though even though we may lose or we beat them when they're down, man, they're gonna help us in our RPI just because our regional teams are so great. This is not the best Duke team we've ever seen. Uh, you know, twenty twenty seven and uh, nine and fifteen. Uh, I guess are the those actual numbers or projected numbers? No, that is their record. No, that's, that's it. So, but how do you explain the complete dominance East Carolina has had over that one team brand? I mean, twenty two and one the last twenty three meetings. I don't know. Uh, coach Pollard at Duke is an exceptional coach and a great guy. Um, he was at uh, Pfeiffer uh, when I was in high school, mm-hmm. and, I, and I went up there on a recruiting trip with him. And then he uh, went to App State, I believe. And I know some guys that play for him. Heck of a guy, heck of a baseball guy, just a great knowledge of the game and, a, and an even better person. And he always gets good players. And if you look at his guys, I mean, he had some absolute huge hitters up there. 
um and the pitching staff i mean that that first guy that was pitching against us was pretty freaking good but he didn't last a whole game so i, I think it's their back end bullpen that's not really helping them out but against us we just had their number i mean we just you know few things rolled our way the right times we you know hit a few key hits i mean made a few key plays over the years and we just beat them brandon manning joining us it's just so impressive to me brandon this team never hit the panic button just kind of stayed consistent whether they lose three to bryant or win three against memphis those guys that come in here on mondays uh bryson and Ryder and zach and cj all have the same pretty much temperament when they walk in and that's a sign of, I think, maturity, but uh, also a team that more times than not is going to be a successful team because they have taken Cliff Godwin's mantra of not getting too high, not getting too low, all of that, and, and just kind of looking forward. And uh, that's one of the reasons they've been successful this latter half of the season. So if you ask a lot of um, guys that have been around baseball forever, the difference between AAA and Major League, the majority, the majority of your players is not ability. Um, it's memory um, and the same thing between D1, D2, D3 junior college there's a lot of guys that play JUCO that just go there because man they just can't take the stress well Cliff's been very good with uh, short term memory you have a bad game not nah, you're fine next time you're up and you're going to do fine you're going to hit a double you're going to game win and hit you're going to lay down a bunt you're going to strike out the side you're going to do something and our guys are really buying in into just getting the job done when they need to and it's forgetting the past and building on the future and that's what we're doing right now east carolina is throwing the ball around the infield at the softball complex maxar joiner stadium and it is now south florida to ecu nothing and that was not well executed bunt defense by the pirates there that looked like my t-ball team that was rough uh bunt goes to the pitcher she tried to let it roll foul found out it wasn't then nobody was covering second base pitcher throws the second uh runner is safe and second baseman throws home falls runner is safe and uh yada 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 two nothing bulls uh but brandon you did say we talked about this with coach winkler when he joined us earlier this week you're uh, excited about some of the new players coming in for coach winkler and ecu softball yeah we got some good local girls going uh, i think there's two or three from the same travel team one of them plays at dh conley um she is just comes from a great local family heck of a hitter um she's a better hitter than her boyfriend i think i'll, I'll go on record as go ahead and say we'll be playing baseball we'll be for playing East baseball Carolina. for ecu dixon uh, dixon williams, williams. And um, I'd like to see them too in a uh, you know couples sort derby, of couples home run derby. <laughs> like you know maybe she hits baseballs and he hits softball, <laughs> and let's see who can do it. I, I think she could just hit. Um, and she's got a little brother as well that's playing at Conley, who's going to be a good baseball player. I don't know where he's going to go to college yet, but uh, that's what's her time. name coming here? Um, why'd you ask me that? Uh, Anna, Anna Sawyer. All right, there you go, Anna Sawyer. Uh, so brighter days ahead for ECU softball as they play right now in the third inning, two nothing South Florida with the lead in the AAC championship. All right, uh, Brandon Manning joining us. Uh, mentioned it earlier in the show. Projections right now: D1 baseball has East Carolina going to Charlottesville as a three seed. I like that better than going to Blacksburg. Okay. How about going to Maryland, which Baseball America has ECU doing as a three seed? College Park. I'd really like that one. Um, You know, that. Why why them over Blacksburg? 
Virginia Tech's on a freaking roll. I mean, they're just playing lights out baseball right now. Um, I mean, I think they're in the top five in the country. 34 and 10. They uh, have a seven RPI. Oh, I saw this too. I don't know if it was RPI or I guess it was. Uh, the ACC has overtaken the SEC for top conference RPI. I, I don't, I mean, it's, it's like ACC basketball is turning into ACC baseball this year. Uh, or they're switching roles. I mean, they're just beating each, beating each other beating each other up. But and it's all... not Carolina State. It's uh, no, it's, it's Miami, yeah. Virginia Tech, uh, Louisville, Virginia, Florida State. All those teams, Clemson, all ahead of your your in-state teams. And and those in-state teams are still pretty freaking good. Yeah. Carolina's got the uh, pitching staff that uh, they can get hot. And, and just play some baseball. They got a bunch of young, young, capable arms. I can't spell any of their last names, but they're all good baseball players. We won't ask you to do that. They're tough, man. Coming off a down year, and is it the second year for their head coach now? Mm, pro- yeah, probably. I believe so. I believe so. Coming off a down year last year, so they are right back uh, where they usually are. All right, let's uh, take a break because East Carolina just cannot get an out here. In the third inning, another run will score, and South Florida takes a that four four nothing lead over the Pirates. Tough times right now, right down the road. Although the score of the game before this was twenty two to nothing, Wichita State won. So shocker. Let's just try not to let it get that bad. Take a timeout. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the program. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Wish I had better news to report, but right now East Carolina trailing South Florida 4 to nothing and trying to get out of this inning, and they will on a fly ball on the warning track. So four runs for South Florida as they take a 4 to nothing lead. Pirates yet to get a hit in this game as we head into the top of the fourth inning. Uh, on your Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard, presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. A couple of MLB news and notes. Mentioned this with Mully earlier. Christian Yelich, his third cycle. Did you ever hit for the cycle, Brandon? I, your did, not, I did not do that, no. Did you ha- ever have a multi-homer game? I did. That's good. Did you ever? Did you ever pitch? Uh... No, I pitched in Senior Bay. Was the last time we were, we had everybody. You know, some people just go to summer, and it was the only year I ever played Senior Bay. I think I was fifteen or sixteen, and they're like, "Hey, just, uh, we don't have anybody. Go, go, so go, go pitch, Coach Rhodes." 
So, oh, that sounds like Coach Rhodes. Um, so, I mean, you know, everybody throws a little bit in Little League or whatever, but I didn't pitch any in high school or anything. Just randomly one day, one game in the summer, like, hey, go pitch. My last year of Babe Ruth, I was excited. I was hitting third in the lineup, thought I was going to have a good year. And the second game, uh, Coach Rhodes was uh, my coach. And tall-ass Matt Rogers was stealing third for some reason. Why? And he's goofy, and he didn't slide. <laughs> and I called the ball from the catcher and was anticipating him to slide, so I went down to tag, and like his knee hit my glove, broke my thumb. And I knew something was wrong, and I went to the dugout and was like, Coach, I think I messed up my thumb out there. He was like, can you hit or not? I was like, yeah, I can hit. So I was like holding the bat with one hand, basically. And uh, ended up with a broken thumb. Matt Rod, another PCC Bulldog alumni. There you go. Shout out to the Bulldogs, whose season came to an end last weekend. Unfortunately, Brandon, they if they would have won the Region 10 tournament, they would have hosted a best out of three against really? a team from like Florida to make it to Oklahoma. That's that's big. I mean, Tom, Tom Eason's done a great job over yeah. there, man. So you played over there for what, one year, two years? Two, two years there. Yeah. Under Tommy Easton? No, under the former Monty Little. Monty Little. Wow, that is going. You are old. We are old. Sorry. Thanks. Yeah, we're old. Thanks. Seasoned, spicy veterans. Chandler, uh, you want to hit the music? I'm trying to rile Brandon up and call him old. Oh, I got one. It happened this morning. We're going to get to the anger management rage room. What is making us rage in the world of sports or in everyday life? You can get out your frustration by checking out the Anger Management Rage Room right here in Greenville. Greenville's premier rage room at Anger Management. You are free to smash, bash, and destroy inanimate objects in a specially designed rage room that gives you space to vent in ways that could create trouble in the outside world. For more info, you can go to angermgmtnc.com. That's angermgmtnc.com. Book your therapy session today located right down the road right channel yes sir on clark street here in downtown greenville it's right behind pitt street brewery so go check them out last time i went there last week and they had a new uh i think subaru in there ready for you Mm. to beat the crap out of it they also have um a jeep on the other side so there's two different rage rooms at anger management rage room so go check them out there on clark street and then they'll have they'll have you some stuff provided like a uh some overalls and they'll have a helmet for you with kind of like a glass protection for your face mm. and uh i did I, they have you know softball and baseball bats as well but overalls so. or coveralls C- coveralls okay i mean overalls are you know they're not that safe. I was gonna say you wear overalls with no shirt on. I meant coveralls. They survive. look like yeah. you look like you're in like a lab. Oh, oh yeah. in the lab. It, it looks like a, like a lab. It okay. looks like you're in the lab. <laughs> Brandon, uh, go and kick us off. You said you had some. I do, man. So I, I was going to a uh, an established business this morning, and I and I Hooters. place. No, 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 no. Um, Let's not go there. Uh, you know, I I was I, I went to Agri Supply. I do. This place is notorious for doing this, and it makes everybody mad. So I, I go there, and I go. I'm, I'm going to get some stuff to spray for ants in my yard, spray some weeds in my yard, some parts for my tractor. I was doing this. I a little bit of everything. Yeah, Agri Supply has really got everything. You, no baseball stuff, but it's got everything. So by the time, and it, it's not just Agri Supply that does this. You go in there, and you figure something out. You figure, hey, this is where this part is, and this is where this part is. You go back two weeks later, and they've changed the freaking crap around. 
It pisses me off, man. Your food line does this. They're like, hey, we're going to move bread two aisles over this week. I don't know about this. Not Maybe not bread, but people, <laughs> they move stuff around all the time at some of these stores, and it's just to trigger you to walk around more to look so you get a trigger uh, buy, and it's ticking me off. Pissing me off. Wow. Good Switching gosh. up the layout of the stores. Interesting, Brandon. I, I guess I've never really thought about that. I go to Food Line quite often, and I feel like most of the stuff is where it should be. But it, it is always. But it's not the same in every Food Line. That is true. And now that always... is like walking in Bizarro World when I go to Memorial Food Line, but I'm on the other side and I go to Bell's Fork Food Line, and, go to, go and to the bread's in the line. corner. Aiden Food Line. I might as well go to damn Puerto China. Rico. But it's always when you get right when you get used to where everything is 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 when they'll change everything. You know, you, you sit here, you got your wife and your kids, and hey, I'm just gonna run in and grab this really quick. It'd take me like a couple of minutes, a couple minutes check out. Give me, give me five minutes. You go in there, like, where the hell is it? Yeah, where is it? And then you're texting me. You about done yet? Who you talking to? You about done? No. <laughs> you in there running your mouth? I'm trying my best, darling. I really am. But daggone, I'm not running my mouth. I'm, I'm running my feet around trying to figure out. I work a blister up. Trying to find some daggone wrenches. Hold on, honey. They're playing Corduroy by Pearl Jam, and the girl <laughs> don't know who it is. And I'm telling her who Eddie Vedder is. Yeah. All right, you bring up a good point, especially with the different store locations. I think we need one layout for, for everything. You know, if you're a franchise, a la Food Line, you know, Harris Teeter, just have pretty much the same order of things so people know where to go. Thank you. If I'm in South Carolina on vacation, and I need some groceries, I should be able to walk into Food Line and be like, hey, I know it's in this direction right here. No, you screw it up so I accidentally buy a Snickers bar. Look, we are idiots, okay? We are not smart. We need it laid out for us. Please, Food Line, listen to what we're asking you. All right. Is that Joe Paterno? Good stuff, Brandon. He's got his, don't don't mention that name on this uh, Joe Pa is no longer with us. Yeah, no, He's got the Paterno shades on the... The man or the statue, both gone. Yeah. Is that going to be our guest tomorrow at 5 o'clock? Not the guy, but the girl. No, Chandler, it is not. Oh. What do you think? Every girl on TV is the don't same? Don't get excited, like, Chandler. Come on, man. Oh, once again, Mr. Sexus shows up. Welcome. And thank you for turning your hat around, by the way. I was going to make fun of you if you're trying to be funny wearing a snapback hat backwards. Brandon's just raging on everybody right now. What? Nothing. <laughs> All right, Chandler, you got anything? Yeah, yesterday was Cam Newton's birthday. Happy birthday, Cam Newton, 33 years old. Has done everything for the Carolina Panthers. Has took us to heights that we never seen. Well, and have not seen since he's been gone. That is true. You did make He has Super brought Bowl. so much joy to this franchise, the fans of this franchise. Put, put the Panthers on the map. Made the Panthers relevant. Yeah. There was not one single happy birthday post from the Carolina Panthers on any of their social media accounts or mm. platforms. I, I think there was none at all. Though. None. First thing I see this morning when I wake up, happy birthday, Steve Smith, which happy birthday to Smitty. I'm, you know, I, I'm a big Smitty fan. Uh, so happy birthday. But, wow. That is kind of a shot at Cam. Uh, no happy birthday right. shout out from the Carolina Panthers, which a lot of people, like me, when I hear the Carolina Panthers, I think of Cam Newton. And you can argue with me all, about Kevin that all Green day long. Myself. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to rage about. I'm going to go ahead and end it now. But that's just, that is a shame. I will say this. So Steve Smith is a part of the preseason radio team? Yes. So he does have 
something. He is employed still connected in some way by the Panthers. Cam Newton currently a free agent. And he's not retired. I okay. I mean, what does that mean? I mean, there there's there is people that still so you are have employed. A new, oh, hold on. Oh, there's Jesus. still people there's still people employed by a different team me. in professional <laughs> sports and a and a, you know, a team that they used to play for might give them a you know if they win an award or do this or do that. Uh, where are you going to draw the line though? Happy birthday! Uh, but here's the thing, James Bradbury. He's not employed by anybody right now. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, like, give him a birthday shout out. Just say happy birthday to the guy. I mean, right. I'm serious. So this guy changed Carolina Panther football. He did. He changed. Did he? It. Yes, he did. Brandon Manning. What the hell are you talking have, about? Are they going to Super Bowls now? Exactly, because he's not a part of our team. Well, it was last year. Barely. Did he go to how many Super Bowls did he take you to? One. Right. Okay, and I'll take team. that all day. Hold on, day. wait a minute. Didn't didn't the Panthers go to another Super Bowl and with another quarterback too? So okay. he didn't change anything. Okay, man, shut up, <laughs> shut up, <laughs> shut your mouth. Can I read Redbeard's tweet? He probably had just as many wins as Jake Delhomie. He, he's the biggest Cam Newton hater out there. I right, remember this is Redbeard. This is not me, Brandon, CJ. He said they quit on his birthday, much like he quit on the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I, I knew that was coming. Yeah, that's red a, beard. That is such a classic red beard, you know, line right there. He can always go to that. So, so I, I look at it like this: Steve Smith still connected to the team. All right, right now he may be associated. Cam Newton may be associated with another team. Who knows what's going to happen this year? Probably not, but maybe. He hasn't retired. If he was a retired and retired as a Panther, I would say they would give him his due respect. I really do. But right now he he hasn't he hasn't done anything that says huh and he's not connected to the team right now. You're not gonna say happy birthday to. I agree. Uh, you're not gonna say happy. He birthday. won an MVP. I know, but he's still an active player in the NFL. God. Okay. Jesus. So Christ. what does that mean? He's an active player that is not employed currently. Yeah. And play for does us the, do as the Patriots early as last year. Hold on. Do the Patriots tell Tom Brady happy birthday? They said happy retirement. Did they tell him happy birthday this year? It. If he retired, if Cam Newton retired, I'm sure the Panth- Panthers would put something. Okay, out there that wasn't it. a good. That wasn't a good point. Right. But you're mad. All right, fine. But I mean, it's just ridiculous. Wish him a happy birthday. I'm out of here. Bye. <laughs> Chandler Honeycutt. Uh, CJ, you got anything? Oh, look at him. He's I pouting. do have something. All right, he's pouting. He's upset. He's got his pookie lips on. <laughs> don't trip over them out there now. <laughs> Go ahead, CJ. Okay, CJ. I don't know if you guys saw. The news came out this morning. The NBA is adding MVP awards for the conference finals. Okay. This is getting ridiculous. Who needs that? Today, Today's kids need that. Every, everybody, everybody wins a ribbon. Why? Nobody cares about I'm, that. I'm, I'm going to say it. That's the problem with sports. That's, that's No, I agree completely. Nobody cares who wins. So it's the adults' fault, man. The kids don't oh, bring yeah. their own. No, ribbons. no, no. I'm, I'm perfectly okay with doing that. So it's our fault. We need to change for I really going to rage, and we can't. I can't take things back. Okay. Well, let's let CJ go. Go ahead, CJ. They're naming, they're naming the conference finals MVPs after Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, and I don't think they even got in touch with them before doing so. They just I kind of think that's cool. The, I mean, naming it after them, sure. Yeah. But we don't need those MVPs. They already give a conference finals trophy to the team who won it. And nobody cares. 
Oh, I didn't even know that. Exactly. Yeah. Who needs that? Nobody's going to remember that. Clip, if you ever ask a trivia question <laughs> about conference finals MVP, I'm walking out. Um, well, I'll definitely do that. All right, I'm walking out. What? So what is the Larry O'Brien trophy? Is that the That's, NBA championship? Mm-hmm. So what are the conference trophies called? I don't know. Named after some dudes? Uh, they did not. It doesn't say, I guess. All right. But well, fair I, enough. What comes next? Second round trophies named after James Harden? First round trophy. Named, named after, after the Toronto Maple Leafs? Al Jefferson? I don't know. <laughs> well, All right. Decent rage. That was just a mini uh, gripe. Yeah, I mean, it's... You're kind of giving six man turn uh, six man trophies for the tournament out for the yeah for the playoff. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. But That's more of like, Andre Iguodala award. <laughs> it's small, but I think it's stupid. He won a Finals MVP. He did as the six man, was he not? He did he start? May have been. Look at Mister. Right. Look at Tim Legler over here. Um, did Hannah Manning have a comment about Hannah, my wife, something that might have been said this segment? Uh, yes. Did Did the Braves say happy birthday to Freddie Freeman? He's on another team. Uh, he's, he's playing against the team that y'all played in the playoffs last year. And the, and okay. Cam Newton's not on the Panthers. He's, he's not on any team. He's still he's in the league. He's not on any team, he's in, he's in the league. <laughs> he's not on any team, and I don't care. <laughs> yes, we are, a, we are a poverty <laughs> franchise. You do care. We are a poverty franchise, and the only reason we have been uh, – uh, I don't know. On the map in the NFL in the past, besides that awesome run in 2004, was the just fantastic athlete, the specimen that was Cam Newton. He won, he won MVP that year. Nobody cared more about the Panthers in recent memory than when Cam Newton won the MVP. There is, and there I don't is that. care about your damn Braves not saying happy birthday to Freddie Freeman, who's on the Dodgers. I, and I'm not a Braves fan. I'm, that was, I'm just reporting. I think he's looking at me right now. Yeah. I'll look at Let me see if he's... The glare. Yeah, he's looking I don't at even me. know who I'm looking at. You I'm got so the, mad. You got the glare from I'm, the window and the sweat off his brow right now. It's I'm so out. mad that I'm seeing double right now. I don't even know where I'm looking. Well, there are two of us. You and what's go, the you deal with airline food? Subaru is what you should do. <laughs> you should just, we should go crush that Subaru. God, Brad man. Brad asked, did Washington wish, wish Rex Grossman a happy birthday? <laughs> hey, by the way, happy birthday, Antonio Brown. Is today his birthday? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> but as a Steelers fan. I laugh because it's stupid. You just feel like you should go ahead and put that <laughs> and, out there? And look, hey, buddy. I'm telling Molly you just laughed at me. <laughs> All right. Now, hold on. Redbeard. At you. We got another Redbeard tweet. That's what's wrong with this country. One man is mad about another man not getting birthday wishes on Twitter. These (laughs) kids today trophy and birthday wishes for everyone. (laughs) Shut up, Redbeard. It's not about the the damn birthday wish. It's about respect. It's about respect for someone that took your franchise to peak. To the peak. Peak. Who was the quarterback when they went to the Super Bowl the last time? Jake Delhomme. Jake Delhomme. And he's a, and he's in our ring of honor. Okay, awesome. And Sweet. he's on the radio. And we wish him happy birthday. Because he's on the radio broadcast like Steve Smith. And, and he retired a Panther, did he not? I believe so. He took him to the peak. Chandler. Once Cam Newton's retired, they're gonna wish QB one a happy birthday. He would look. He is probably the best athlete. This. That top or top, we'll go top five athletes ever played for the Panthers, right? You understand, but y'all understand why I'm well, mad, right? Yeah. No, not really. Um, I don't understand why you're mad. I'm mad because I'm uh, mad because one, Cam gets disrespected all the time anyway, and now he's getting disrespected. 
by the team. And Cam doesn't do anything to earn that disrespect. What does he do? Antics and everything else that he's oh going Oh, my through. God. You're one of those people. No, I'm really? just saying. <laughs> I'm just, I, 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 you'll never find somebody that is more neutral towards any NFL team than me. I really don't have an NFL team. I like football. I love watching football. But I'm not like, I'm not going to tailgate all day long to watch the Panthers or the Redskins or anybody play. I like just watching the game of football. I like knowing a history of sports. But he he's not exactly known for being a positive. Now, he was good to Charlotte and good to people he around was, him. Okay. He's no Greg Olson, though. All right. But, I mean, like, he, oh. was, out, he was always out in the community doing stuff for people. All right. Give we're on a whole different. I don't care about any of this. Mike P says, hey, TV shows. If I can't figure out what's going on after three to five episodes, then your show sucks. I concur. That sounds like Outer Range on Amazon Prime. I tried. I tried. To get into that? I couldn't couldn't do it. I I watched the whole thing, and I I thought it was going to be like a Yellowstone. It's like Yellowstone and Lost and X-Files all together. Yeah, it is. And then he reaches down. I don't know. I think it kind of sucks. Not kind (laughs) of. Okay. I think it really sucks. It does. All right, uh, there's Mike P's rage. I don't really have one. I did want to just point out that we, as a society, need to stop believing everything we see on the internets or social media. Uh, social media, uh, old people on Facebook, young people on Twitter. I don't know what goes on at Instagram. I avoid that one. I don't have TikTok or Snapchat. Do, do, y- do y'all's parents like take screenshots of things or send you links of things from Facebook about like, you know, new studies? say if you drink too much orange juice in the morning your kidneys will shut down by age 14 or something weird <laughs> no i i know what you mean but that's that's god if you if you but there's people to, out there that believe that stuff there there is if you listen to some some parents and some people and you know i'll, I'll occasionally get something from my mother on some weird topics and she'll tag me on, i'm like don't tag me on that on facebook <laughs> there are people who are going to think that i just let my kid drink gallons of orange juice and his kidneys are going to shut down tomorrow not not happening, y'all. Not happening. And there's really a study for everything. There, you could find really another is. one that says if you don't give your kids enough orange juice, yeah, they'll die by 14. Isn't That's right. Isn't it insane that people will see this kind of stuff on social media and their first opinion is or their first idea is to repost it and not go, huh? I wonder if this is real. Let me yeah. Google it myself. Exactly. Well, or their first opinion is how bad of a parent I am. I mean, I just that. But <laughs> well, this happened this week in sports. This is. Not your kidneys failing, but my birthday. NFL schedule leaks. This guy created a Twitter account and got ten thousand followers this week by literally making up a bunch of games and when they were going to be played. And everybody just took it for fact and scripture, and it wasn't true because anybody out there can make up these accounts. They can make up. Man, people love posting like pictures, like photo, like graphics of things and if it says it in a graphic it like gives it more weight like i could make a bar chart. orange juice let's go back to the orange juice you got a cup of orange juice put a uh poison skull on it <laughs> then it like makes it real like oh my god this is real y'all there is a poisonous skull marking on this glass of orange juice god this is happening uh anyway if you buy the orange juice from northern florida it, it is unhealthy and if you buy it from southern florida it's too acidic I mean, you got to get it from the right county near Kissimmee, Florida, I guess, right in the middle. Mm, Kissimmee. Speaking of birthdays, happy birthday, Tony Hawk. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you Tony Hawk's birthday. It's a good one. 
Uh, Steve Hills asking, Pirate Radio, did you wish Josh Graham a happy birthday? <laughs> Chandler got a laugh out of that. Um, now, Susan may be th- mixing up CJ and Brandon, or maybe CJ did say something. Susan, those fighting words, darling. C- Susan says, my rage is CJ kissing up to your boss. That definitely happens. Nuh-uh. And then crapping on QB1 and talking about his antics. Oh, yeah, I didn't do that. That was, that was, that was Brandon. That so, was Susan, you have a beef with both of these gentlemen here. I hear you, Susan. Who, Get out of here, Susan. Susan. She I feel is like the, one of these um, things like is... Like Mother Den... Uh, what do you call her? The uh, She's the mo- Den Mother Panthers mouth, fan. I, I don't have a problem. I just know that historically he's gone. There's always been something around him. It upsets you that he does a Superman thing and all that? No, I actually, up- I actually think that's pretty cool. Well, what do you mean by what? All right, so what do you mean by antics? Then? The some of the, the clothes he wears, the, the dancing. Right, that's so just after, say it. after uh, just say see, it. That's stupid too. After, because after you, a you game, get worried about hey, what, am I talking? You get worried about what somebody wears. Never mind. Hey, yo, good show. Brandon's a fashion expert. No, no, but I mean, so he make he makes a loss or a win about him. He brings a lot of it he, on he bring, himself. He he's a also lot. a great teammate. Yeah, it's all gray. It's great, not black not, and white. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not cookie cutter with him. Yeah, he brings the attention, good and bad, because he'll take the bad attention away from guys that really deserve it on the other team, which is a good leader thing to do. But on the same token, if, if he's having a so-so game, and he comes out there and, and does all the same antics and same everything else, he brings the positive attention away from those guys that should be getting a good pat on the back every once in a while. I do. I will say this: that all the pouting that he used to do. Then that, 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 that's that's what I'm talking about right yeah. there. All right. Anyway, this is a good one from Steve Fuller. Men dressed in a suit wearing tennis shoes. It ain't cool. It's tacky <laughs> as hell. <laughs> So the new, are we talking about the new like leather athletic shoes with like the rubber bottoms on them? Nah, he didn't get specific. All right, so what he's talking about is a lot of these guys on like ESPN, like NFL, NBA, they will wear t- like sneakers with their suit. Yeah. So I think that's what he's talking about. And and halftime, Steve, <laughs> confirm with me because I I do see that and I think it's very tacky. So like a regular pair of Nikes or like how Shaq wears like or just sneakers like when you wear a, when you wear a suit. I guess you would wear like a, some dress shoes. Yeah, something I'm like that. You, no, I, I wear I wear suits great. and I wear dress clothes every day to work. I mean, it, it it is uncomfortable. The dress shoes are uncomfortable. So I mean, I can see where they're coming from. But you're right; it doesn't make it any less tacky. Yeah, I can understand. All that. right, a lot Matt, of Matt, Matt Engelbrecht didn't wear tennis shoes and he was on his feet the whole day. He's not here anymore. But is that your go-to weather guy? He used to be. I like I like Matt. I'm a Jim Howard guy in the morning. How you feel about Charlie Ironmonger? Great hair, friend of the show. Great. Have you seen Great that hair? hair. God, like, we're being too nice and He's too positive. He's got some young Stop. male Kuiper here. We're talking a lot about men's looks on today's Rage Room, so that's what we're into. All right, uh, that is the Rage Room. Check out angermgmtnc.com for more information, and you can go get your rage out uh, right here in Greenville, North Carolina. Brandon, thanks for joining us, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How Appreciate about you three having... more wins this weekend? That'd be yes, nice. yes, and uh, not be here. I'll be in uh, Mississippi next Thursday. Okay, I will not be able to physically be here. All right, maybe we'll lob you a call, do yeah. a baseball recap, but uh, we'll uh, we'll see you down the stretch of the season. Talk yeah, definitely, definitely. Good deal, Brandon Manning, uh, part of the ECU baseball recap, brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance and Brandon Manning. You can give Brandon a call on his cell phone five three one one eight one two to schedule a review and get a free quote. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up hour number two of New Pirate Picture. Radio Live. East Carolina down six to nothing. 
in the fifth inning as they play in the AAC Championships in Greenville. More to go on Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program for the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner. Be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. Join the close to 54,000 followers today at PR927FM. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Brock. Alrighty, back with you here at Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. We'll open up the booty bag coming up in hour number three. We'll also talk to, for the first time in a long time, Lee D. Lee Dreyfus, father of Troy D. And we will uh, celebrate Troy D.'s birthday one day later coming up in hour three of today's show and troy d is here to wrap up hour number two hello troy hey clip what'd you get yourself uh we'll you find know, I out like to, i like to celebrate by you guys getting gifts for yourselves well maybe we'll find out coming up in hour three all right of today's program i know shirley's been awfully avoiding me lately she's so much so she's not here i know she is uh <laughs> actually where we're watching on television yeah. right now troy d probably is. wishes she was here yeah a bloodbath over here and, uh what's this uh uh, what max joiner field over here close enough stadium uh touchdown deficit right i'm now. blaming him i think he might have jinxed this team <laughs> the max joiner jinx right here on the softball program all right that's what uh, never been able to win a championship since he put his name on the stadium facts are facts yeah unfortunately donating money turns into a jinx <laughs> seven nothing the score as south florida leads east carolina in the bottom of the fifth so uh, this is it for East Carolina if they do not make a massive rally in this game. Uh, brighter days ahead for the Wink, Shane Winkler, and this program. Pirate baseball going on this weekend as they will host uh, the South Florida Bulls coming up Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I haven't looked at the weather. I just keep hearing everyone say the weather is looking a little It's gross heavy. out. I just came from outside. Yeah. It's kind of nasty. So. Speaking of things to rage about, so I got in the truck. We had a um, visit our friends at Parker's Barbecue today for lunch got in the truck with LRB. I said, this is number one on my depth chart of most disliked weather days. No way. It was cold rain. No, this isn't cold. No, I'm saying, that's what he said. I said, this feels very cold to me right now. It, it, when it, around one o'clock, it felt cold and it was pouring rain and I hate cold rain. And that's what's going to put me in a rage clip, Brock. Nah. Yes, it is cold rain when it should be nice and summertime-like. So, don't this, get me started on this. I know my weather. Today is worse felt, than rain in December? No, well, of course not. But when it's supposed to be warmer, it feels like a December dreary cold day. To me, Whoa! I've got to wear jeans. I've had to break out the long sleeve shirt. Had to have a jacket on earlier. This is miserable. We've gone back inside the rage room. Troy yeah. D, not happy. Heard Brandon Manning earlier about his agri-supply. <laughs> Sounds like a place he'd shop. Um... 
I'll tell you who's the worst. <laughs> Is that an insult? <laughs> no, I'll just say he's a good old country boy. <laughs> he probably goes there for his groceries. <laughs> um, they have barley and you know, oats. I like fine or sausages. <laughs> I like to get a big bag of oats and a agri. <laughs> and I'm good for, for the family. month. Yeah. Take it back to Aiden and have the missus whip it up at a breakfast for a month. <laughs> um, nah, just kidding, Brandon. Um, the, the store that's worse for that, he's talking about moving stuff around. I doubt that they really move stuff around that much because it's such big stuff over there. And do they really mess with it? It's probably like one or two items. They probably get it new. But uh, Sam's Club is the worst with moving stuff around. I, I swear. That, and I got to give their employees credit. It is like they do this. Like, I think they've got a special crew that comes in at night just to move stuff around. I mean, you go in there one day, you go in there the next day, and stuff's completely different. It's incredible, and it's all big stuff, too, like they move around. And I do like Brandon's conspiracy theory on it, though. They do it so you have to walk around more. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, 100% accurate. That's not even a You know, I've been big on these Celsius drinks, as you know. Um, And they have these at Sam's Club, which I couldn't believe, like in bulk. Because these are expensive. These are like two, three bucks a pop if you get them single. So they had a bunch of them, like in in a case. I went back like a couple weeks later, of course, I where I went to get them, not the, you know, mm. some crap drink like Bang or Monsters there instead. And I'm like, where's my Celsius? I get a hold of the... the where's ge- my Celsius? <laughs> where's my Celsius? <laughs> Who moved my Celsius? <laughs> I circled the store and couldn't find it, Cliff. <laughs> I was getting ready to rage yeah. in Sam's Club, which, by the way, would be a great location for if they ever expanded. And Sam's Club wants to move out because it's all warehouse. Yeah, you yeah. Know, that's you could great, do a lot of damage. Yeah. There. In fact, even if they left all the products and then turned right. into a rage room. Yeah. Um, so I actually got a hold. I've never talked to the general manager of Sam's Club before. Like, they were on the floor working. Like, oh, okay. I'm talking about the head person. So Karen did speak to the manager. <laughs> there you go. Karen. <laughs> oh, my got, God. No, so I actually was able to get a hold of the manager. Who what do you mean the, get a hold of? How did like, you go I about figured, doing Oh, I figured the best you could get is an assistant did manager. You, you were there at the store. I was at the store. So I asked one do? of the associates. I said, hey, by the way, really like this drink. I got it here last time. Do you guys still, is it sold out? Is it moved? Because you know the games they play there. It could be moved, and then it's a game of find and seek. Or it could be sold out. Or... It could be like coming on a truck. I don't know. You know, I just wanted to get some information, Clip. Yeah. I just really wanted to know where is it. And I assumed it was still there, but I couldn't find it. Yeah. So he said, well, let me check with, hold on, uh, whoever the, her name was, was over in Sam, the, the, uh, Samantha. in the bakery department. So I went, actually, I, I saw her. I said, oh, okay, there, there she is. So I asked, told her what I was looking for. So she gets on the walkie talkie and gets a hold of, Ken or whoever it was in the warehouse and they search it up and say, huh, well we're showing a case of it in the building. They've got GPS tracking no. on no, one seriously. case so they've got No, seriously. I, no, I mean, when they say case, they mean a pallet. So they're saying, she meant, there is a pallet which is like probably 150 cases in the building. It's it's on a pallet that needs to be moved on a forklift. She goes, let me, let me get a hold of Ken and see where, where this thing is. We'll get you some. She said, well, it has, funny you ask, it just came in a couple hours ago off the truck. Fresh off the truck. They've got it in the warehouse receiving. If you give us 10 minutes, I'll bring it out. I'll, I'll get him out there. We'll bring it out where you can take it. <clears throat> I said, okay, awesome. 
So I went back to the frozen department and as instructed 10 minutes later, got a hold of Kim. It's like air traffic control in there. It's like the one area where everything's coming and going, moving in and out is unbelievable. But they bring out this pallet of Celsius. I'm like, this is all, what service? Like, right? In a big box store? I wasn't expecting this. Shout out to Sam's. So it's all sealed, wrapped and everything. So they're cutting the plastic off for me. And then I'm talking to the other lady, like assistant manager. I'm like, do you guys keep this stuff? She goes, let me scan this for you, see what the deal is. She says, we have this listed as a seasonal product. So they're testing it. If it sells well, we may sell it all the time. If it doesn't, you may never see it here again. Very honest with me. It's like, well, that's great information. And Troy bought all of them. So I went from one case. Honestly, I bought four <laughs> cases. I was like, well, I may never see it here again. Coming? I just panicked. And I was like, it's not going to go bad. I'm drinking. This is my second one today. I've never had, like, usually I'm just like one a day before I work out. Now I'm at two. I'm taking an extra one because I wanted to have a little extra energy for the Battle of the Bulldogs event, which thanks for asking. Excited about that tonight. We'll talk about it in a little bit later. We're in the Carolina Blue in here. This is Epps Blue. Epps Blue. Interesting. Uh, (laughs) So I bought four cases of it, and uh, I bet you it sells quick. So, but back to the story, moving it around all the time. This time it was moved to the back of the warehouse. All right. Cool, neat story. Yeah. Uh, this one goes back to Chandler's rage. Um, Redbeard asking, and this is a question for you that you may have to ask Troy, but he said, did Troy's old employer wish him a happy birthday? Chandler, any comments on that? I'm going to assume a hell no. Okay. All right. So why should the Panthers wish Cam Newton a happy birthday? Well, that's a great Because that's, that's great. a completely oh no 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 no, no, no that is a not. completely different no, situation not. absolutely not that is a completely Just like different Cam Newton helped the Panthers I helped that guy win lots of championships and make lots of money Cam Newton went back to the Panthers I did eight years of torture over there to help them I mean I, all right let's Y'all are not going to agree with me. The rage room is for someone to state their opinion, it and is. I did. That's right. And I'm going to stand by it because I, I really do think that's ridiculous. The right. Carolina Panthers do I, not wish him in a Great party. analogy. Who brought that one up? Uh, that was Redbeard. Redbeard. Well done, Redbeard. All right. That's, Say what you want about Redbeard. He awfully I has, thought it was he, funny, but he, it's not a good analogy. He, very has, he often has good insight like that. It can really put things in perspective so even people like Chandler can understand. Way to dumb it down, Redbeard, to make it crystal clear of how stupid it is of what uh, Chandler's upset about. Wow. Strong. I mean, of all things to be upset about, because the Carolina Panthers didn't wish a former player a happy birthday? You don't understand. Who gives a damn? You don't understand. This is not like not having Celsius. You don't understand. Sam's. This is, I mean, that's a real problem. You don't understand. <laughs> exactly. You're talking about... And I was stuff. able to solve that problem. You will never solve your problem. It will be solved once they wish him a happy birthday. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. So we're going to hook up with Lee D. Yeah, did I go? Did I sound a little Karen-like asking for the manager at Sam's? No. Te- technically, I want to no. say a clear air. I did not ask for the manager. I was pointed to the manager by the associate that I was talking to. Oh, you didn't have out. a complaint, though. Yeah. I didn't have a complaint. All right, no, no, so no. Then no. I was just asking for, hey, is this available? Well, I wasn't really needing help. I mean, and, oh, right, right, right. and if they didn't have it, I was fine. I wasn't I wasn't there to rage and no, be upset. No, that's not Karen. I was just asking for help, and because they provided me the help, I bought $100 worth of Celsius. They're probably thankful. Yes. And now I wish I bought eight cases. You might have I'm, just made the difference as to why Celsius will <laughs> stick around. Yeah. I'm drinking so much of this stuff, I'm jacked up all the time, Clip. 
All right, we got to move on. <laughs> Lee D coming up next. We I, haven't talked to this guy like in what a year. Well, he's your dad. When's the last time Hell, you talked to him? Talked to him over the weekend. Okay. I don't you know. Can still find the I podcast. haven't talked to him in a long time. You can still find the podcast on uh, on our podcast. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. When's the last time you've talked to him, Clip? Because you were with me. Boy, I'm I, thinking close to a year. Could not it, tell you. Well, the last, you usually do it around big events yeah. or a Carolina All games. right, so my dad's 82 years old. He used to be a regular. We've kind of eased off the gas because he's so unpredictable. We're going to go live. This Usually, I like to tape it so we can edit it. This is, We're going without a net here. So when we return, Clip, my dad will be live. This is not scripted. This is not planned. I really don't even know what we're going to talk to him about other than the great story that he share, started to share with me this weekend after the Kentucky Derby on how he once owned a racehorse. To try and get to the Kentucky Derby. That's right. And I stopped him in his tracks, disqualified him, and I said, you're going to have to tell that story on the air. Save it for the air. Don't waste it on me. All right, that and a lot more coming up. Hour 3, Power Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back into PRL. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, hour number three. We'll open up the booty bag coming up later on this hour. We'll celebrate Troy D's birthday one day later coming up later on in the show. Thank you for all the kind uh, birthday calls, texts, and uh, posts, by the way. I appreciate that. As I do identify as a 30-year-old now, for those of you that are wondering. So you've hit your 30s. Yes, I'm a, identify as a 30-year-old. All right, fair enough. So that's how I'd like you to recognize me as now. I'll just call you Troy. And, he, and age him, is a number. he and him are also my pronouns still. Age is a number. So, yeah. All right. Uh, Chandler Honeycutt, CJ Schaefer, Troy D. Here. Got the frat pack in here today. Uh, yeah, no Shirley, so we can yeah. cut up a little bit. Yeah, we don't, uh, we don't have we don't have Buzzkill Shirley around anymore. We can actually have a good time. And around by the here. way, Ellerby just left. I know we we're really we're really now. unchaperoned. Yeah, this, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> you know, Ellerby likes to lurk just a little bit, like the principal in the office. So if you get out of line, he's just one a hallway away. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but now with him gone, we can really have a good time. Well, we do need to class it up a little bit because joining us now on the Pirate Radio Live Line, father of Troy D. Lee D, Lee Drivers, who we have not spoke to, uh, to in a long time here on the show, and I'm sure Troy's going to control this interview, so let me go not ahead really, and say, really. hello, Mr. Dreyfus, great to hear from you again. How you doing? Thank Crip. Uh, yeah, fine. Elby left before my performance? Well, I'm sure, he, I'm sure he's listening. <laughs> he wanted to hear it on the radio. Tr- trust far. me, he's, he, he's lurking, and he's listening. Oh, I, 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 I'd be disappointed. It's good to talk to you guys. And, Dad, let me be the first to wish you an early happy Father's Day. 
<laughs> Let's go ahead and get well, that out of the way. I don't even know when Father's Day is. <laughs> well, we're a month ahead of time, but I figured why not? Go You're ahead. here now. Why not seize the moment? <laughs> well, it's, it's very nice of you. Go, go Thank you. Go pick me something expensive, though. I, I, these wishes don't quite get it. Anymore. Dad, you're 82 okay. years old right now. You're living in a resort complex in Raleigh, North Carolina, that uh, a lot of folks could only dream about. What exactly do you need or would you want? Money? <laughs> you don't need money. No, for real. Like, what do you, what could you possibly need that you don't have? Well, yeah, not much. But, you know, uh, yeah. I give you the gift that you cannot buy. I give you the gift of time, Dad. Okay. Well, then, give you time with me and the, your wonderful grandchildren. That gift is priceless. Uh, uh, that, that, that's, certainly, that's certainly worth something. It's worth a whole lot, actually. Yeah. All right. Uh, it is affordable for me. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, so what, here's the deal, Dad. We were talking this weekend about Kentucky Der- the Kentucky Derby. Did you watch? I assume you watched the Derby. Well, I watched it. Uh, it was a confusing night, and I ended up watching. I did watch the race, but uh, I watched it on tape. What? Uh, the next morning. Confusing night. What happened? Well, well, not just nothing here. It was a. It's such a convoluted story. A party here. Party. The girl I date couldn't couldn't come. Oh. It, it should be silly to get into this. Oh, I don't know about this. I think this We're sounds into it. this sounds a lot more interesting than the horse that you used to own. Go on. <laughs> out at, out at a restaurant that uh, didn't didn't have the race on. So oh. I did care, and I yeah I did I didn't much care. I didn't know anything about any of the horses. So uh, okay. And until after the fact. I will say you do live a very active social life. I am somewhat jealous. I, I think you actually get out and do more than I actually do uh, at 82. And that's to be commended, Dad. I think you staying active mentally and physically is one of the reasons why you're so healthy. Well, it could, could easily be. Easily be. I, I think it's important uh, that the people that dwell and don't occupy their time and worry about stuff that they absolutely have no control of some of the international events that are happening. You, you can't just sit and watch TV. Uh, it, it'll eat you up. That's so, true. Uh, it's the secret. This once again, if you're just tuning in, you're right about that. This is my dad, Lee D, out of Raleigh, North Carolina, 82 years old. Uh, his key to success: don't give a damn about anything. <laughs> Uh, do we have to keep mentioning my age? Is- well, I want people to know. Like, I, I'm impressed. Yeah. Troy I- says he's 30, and he keeps mentioning exactly how old you are. <laughs> I want people to know how good you are doing for 82. Like this is his wildest dream. Do what? <laughs> 30 and, uh, well. Do you not want people to know how well you're doing for how old you really are? I'm doing terrible for how old I am. That's <laughs> why right. I'm so jealous of my dad. Fine. Yeah, I've, I've told everybody, you are, you're in better shape than I am. You have more fun than I have. You're doing better than I'm doing. Like, dad, you're, you're living the life. Hey, one day you'll be 82 yes. and you can do it. And I told you, I, when you get tired of being in your place, I will move in there. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, it's a pretty nice. Place. You're surrounded by females over there. Like it's a gr- food. <laughs> have you thought about moving in and being the hot young guy in there? I I have, and I'm still a little too young. They do have an age restriction. Mm. You have to be a certain age, and I haven't hit that threshold. Although I'm getting closer, Dad. Yeah, you you certainly are. <laughs> you certainly are. Could start a whole new life over there, Clip. Yeah, I'd be. Dad, what is the percentage of females to males at your uh, let's call it the complex? 
Well, in in my unit, there are. I'll give you a, a bit close to ballpark because I don't have haven't taken an exact number lately. Uh, I think there's 26 or 27 single people out of uh, 52. They call them villas here in this in this building. Uh, of the 26 and 27, I am the only male. Cliff. <laughs> I'm not a math guy, but I like those percentages. Do you live in a brothel? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Dad, Odds no are wonder in your you're in a good mood all the time. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> all right. Well, like. It's a very con- crazy story. We don't have time to get into it. it yeah. Was, sounds like a wild, convoluted Kentucky Derby night. Yeah. Let's not get him in trouble. You never know who else is listening. I'm not I'm not asking anything else. All right. It. We'll uh, we'll let that one rest. I'll um, hear about the horse. Oh, yeah. So, Dad, you're telling me when we were talking Sunday and you saw that, uh, what was it, Rich Strike? Yeah. Was that uh, 80 to 1 odds out of nowhere? It wasn't even supposed to be in the damn thing. You used to love to gamble, too. You should be in our next pool, Dad. You'd be perfect for this. We'll have to get you in on our previous pool. You'd fit right in with the whack pack that we've got. Uh, but let me, What? Go ahead. Oh, but you said uh, the, the, that long shot horse reminded you of when you owned a racehorse. And I was like, what? You owned a racehorse? What the hell was this? And, and why wasn't I ever at the Kentucky Derby with you with this thing? Well, we could have been walking down just like in front of the Twin Spires, just like you see all the other people affiliated with the horses. What a dream that could have been, Dad, if you had played your cards right. You, you could have been walking with me. We've done so many cool sporting things. We could have been at the Kentucky Derby together. Well, obviously the reason you didn't know is uh, we had put you on a need-to-know basis early on. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this was this was just one of the many things we hadn't bothered to tell you. So, see, see how see how it is. Yeah, and see how this is, Clip. All right, they told George Costanza they only called you for the important meetings. Yeah, they left you out of. Yeah, yeah, but they. Uh, well, you you want me to tell a story? Yes. Uh, the hell? Nah, nah, we'll let you go. Yeah, forget Thanks it. Let's get out. back to the girls in the villa. <laughs> <laughs> 26 to 1 odds I hear yeah <laughs> speaking of odds <laughs> alright sorry what's your stud fee out there <laughs> alright moving on moving on sorry the uh I, uh we were in the gear manufacturing business and we had a uh very uh, a New York Stock Exchange client uh that bought some of our product. It was our biggest product. It wasn't meaningful to them, but it was very meaningful to us. And this guy had a dream of always owning a racehorse. So my partner and I put up the money uh, for to, to buy a racehorse, uh, and I can go into an explanation. When was was this like? When was the seventies, eighties? Like how, when was this? Yeah, it was actually the year you were born. All right, so this is in the seventies. What? What? Like how much? How do you go about buying a racehorse now? All right. Well, please. and keep it quick. Keep it moving because I know you're pressed for time. Yeah. Uh, the. Uh, it pretty much is this. now keep in mind guys this is 50 years ago so if something's changed now i don't know about it but they run 
In another words, say I need to explain something first, so it all makes sense. Say you got a, a horse. This was fifty years ago, uh, with a made a ten thousand, fifteen thousand dollar purse. Okay, and you have like a horse valued at a hundred thousand dollars, and you drop them down to run with the horses of ten thousand because hell, if you could get an easy victory and get your fifteen thousand dollars, you jump right on it. So to prevent that, they have what they call claiming races. So any horse that entered in the field can be claimed for a certain amount of money before the race and after the race. It just you, you know you got to sell it. That's that's the contract. All right. So you buy a horse. I would think that's the easy part. What about ma- uh, maintaining the horse? Who's training the horse? Oh, really- Who's your Bob Baffert? Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. The whole thing's a nightmare, actually. But these guys, this story is with this horse is unbelievable because the they they got this horse for thirty thousand. All right, so you so you guys bought a horse for thirty grand. No, no, these guys, the one that won the contest. Oh yeah, yeah. What a payoff! Yeah. How much was your horse? That that's the. Uh, Ours, once again, 50 years ago, was, uh, I think, 10000 Wow. That's a lot of money back then. Well, it was a lot. It was a lot. You know, it, but I, I might be high. I, it's, it's, a long, it's a long time. But all I want to explain to you is this is the bottom end of the food chain. This, this guy must not have been doing very well to dream that you could buy a horse. It's like a pipe dream. Buy a horse and then win the Kentucky Derby. And yet he did, Dad. And it can happen. Well, you know, it, it, it can happen just like Vegas throws out the winner. There's a guy that wins a million dollars doing the slot machines. There's hundreds of thousands of people that have lost their ton of money. Can't win if you don't play. Yeah, well, my, my, my advice is don't play. It's a very good question. Somebody wins the lotto. Can't lose if you don't play. Yeah, I, I know. A lot of people lose. Thanks, Mr. Negative. <laughs> the, All right, so what? You bought the horse, and then what? Let's move this thing around, Dad. You're how many races out. were? Yeah, get to the yeah, fun stuff. Then, the, the, no, no, it, it, it isn't fun. Uh, <laughs> first of all, it costs more to. I mean, it costs more. To, it probably costs us two thousand dollars a month. Yeah, just to, I mean, just to house it and clean up the poop and you know, pay and whatever else and, you do with the horse. And the vet, and everybody. I, I found everybody not totally honest. Did you race it? Another, Oh, absolutely! Did he win? We actually made it. We actually made a little money. Somewhere, and I'm going to go hunt for it. Is a is a picture of a, and I was in the winning sir. Oh, a, you got to get me this, Dad! I can't believe it. that's fantastic. Where did you hold me? Like was I a baby back then? Well, no, you. Uh, yeah, well, you, let's just say you were as immature then as you are now, or something like that. Uh, but uh, yeah, you were just born. Right, you should have had me in the winner's circle, like all these you know NASCAR drivers do, like with their little kids and stuff. So not you. <laughs> no, I remember because of the, our partner, yeah, say when you were born, sent some huge, since it wasn't his money, he didn't care, uh, sent uh, it's a huge follow arrangement to your mother from the horse, uh, which was his name, Boss About. Oh, well, I was going to ask you what the uh, horse's yeah. name. Wait, what was no. the name? Boss about. Boss, Boss about. about. Did you say the horse, the flowers were sent from the horse or somebody? 
Well, they said it was sent from the horse. It was sent. <laughs> That's was nice. From our owner who was, yeah, owner who was, uh, you know, and since he was spending not, uh, my partners and my money, you know. <laughs> what a nice gesture. <laughs> he, lived, yeah. he lived it up big. He, he lived it up first class. All right. Hmm. So how many uh, races did this horse run as well, under your ownership? As best, best I could tell, we had it uh, had it for about probably eight months to a year, and then we lost it in the claiming race, oh, uh, huh. which was fine. But I, I, I personally didn't like the, the whole thing. It was, well, it was very expensive, and... Uh, yeah, there's really no no real way to make money at that level. These guys have come out great, which is fine, but 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 it's a total pipe dream. I mean, it's like you you'd sit at night and this dream. Yes, they dreamed, and their dream became a reality, Dad. Well, I, I think you're jealous of these guys. This could have been you if you played your cards right. We're talking to my dad, 82 years old, by the way, in case you didn't know. <laughs> Lee D. out of Raleigh, North Carolina, about his championship horse racing days back in the 70s with Boss About. What a run. Boss what a about. year it was. He was in the winner's circle one time, refused to take me. Thanks for nothing, Dad. Could have been another great sports memory we could have had. <laughs> yeah, well. Always looking after yourself. I see how it is. Oh. The apple didn't fall far from the tree on that one. Yeah, who, who would have changed your diaper at that point? You know, so well, there were all sorts of potential. That's what mom was there for. I know it wasn't going to be you. Yeah, uh, but but our, our speaking of changing diapers, look who just walked back in. Ooh, hey, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like she has a lot of experience with that. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Talk about Shirley. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what, and I'm hardly an expert at this thing. <clears throat> the the jockey needs whatever they're paying them and you know the jockeys it used to get 10 percent of the purse uh-huh. I, I presume they still do yeah they might not but this jockey ran an unbelievable race he did you're talking about the one and from the kentucky derby he yeah he was in ohio the day before the derby running races yeah uh i mean he, he it, it, it was it, his story is as great as the horse's yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it was it, it, it was something to remember. Yeah, he, you can understand why it's only happened once. So yeah, all right. So he got in it for a year, spent ten grand on a horse, ran some races, cost two grand a month to have, and this was back fifty years ago. Right. So I imagine it's a little more expensive now, Clip. Don't you think? I would think well, so. It yeah. Is. Well, and you've got the fact, you know, the tra- you never know whose loyalty, the trainer, the veterinarian, they would tell their buddies if they thought the horse was in good shape, if they thought the horse was in bad shape. Uh, so you, you, could, you could lose a horse really at any time. And you didn't know, even though you were paying some people, you didn't know if they had your, your interest involved. Or, or their interest. Do you still have horse fever a little bit somewhere, Dad? Do you want to get back in this no. game? I hated it. <laughs> I, I hated it. I, I didn't like the whole thing. I didn't like the people we associated with. Hmm. I, I didn't I didn't like And we ran at a major track. We ran at Arlington Park in Chicago. Which, by the way, the Chicago Bears have now have an option to purchase to build the new Soldier Field on, correct? Oh, great. Hi, why don't you just tell them to put together a football team instead of worrying about a new stadium. Oh, boy. Now we've wound them up. 
They should just take the bears out back and put them down. Yeah, like a horse yeah. with a broken leg. Oh, yeah. Lee D hates horses so much he never watched Mr. Ed. He said, I'm not. I'm never going to watch that show again. No, the bears bought that facility, correct? That's the same facility you ran at. They, they certainly have an interest up there. I, you know, I don't know what's going on with that team. I don't understand any of their trades, and I, I don't much care what their financial position. By the way, they brought Dad, in – As a season ticket holder of the Bears, let me just say, first of all, I'm offended as a lifetime Bear fan that you've become so negative on the Bears that at least they made the move to get new management and uh, coaching. Well, we'll see. It. We're, it's great. We'll see if the judgment – we'll see if it's any good. They made a move yesterday. They brought in Trevor uh, – no, not Trevor Simeon. He's already there. They brought in Nathan Peterman – who has a three to twelve touchdown to interception ratio? Peterman, and I guess he's going to be grooming your young quarterback Justin Fields. A great move. Yeah, well, as I said, I I, I don't understand most of the things they do, uh, and the worst thing they ever did was bid in, go go up in the chain and get rid of the draft choices for that North Carolina quarterback. Well, that we see eye to eye on, Dad. What a. Bu- stupidest move in the and i'm not saying in the history of the bears i'm saying that's the worst nfl draft move in the history of the nfl yeah. in the history of football in the history of nah, the world they maybe got the worst to, move they got to the playoffs it wasn't that bad it was terrible uh dad i was telling someone the other day my very first nfl game do you remember taking me to my first nfl game no it was a certain, it was a certain <laughs> He remembers year. more about the horse than he does you. It was in 1985, <laughs> technically 1986. It was the Chicago, it was the 85 Bears' last game of the season. It was called Super Bowl Twenty back then, Dad, in New Orleans, Louisiana. Does that bring back a memory? Oh, I, I didn't realize that was your first game. That was my very first game. 14, you went to a ton without you. Fort, you did. You went to a bunch of Bear games without me, but you did take me to the Super Bowl. And for that, I, I say thank you. Yeah, me and your uncle had season tickets for 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 a while. Yeah, and now I do. To the bear game. No thanks uh, to you. Uh, <laughs> and and our seats were better than yours. Yeah, they are. My seats are crap, but you know, at least I have seats. Sounds like Lee D had a great life before you were born, and now after you're far away. <laughs> yes, from him. yeah, he's really enjoying yeah. things. Yeah, I sense a trend here. <laughs> Twenty years I was there. <laughs> little issue <laughs> that's great and i've had a great life since leaving raleigh hey everybody's happy yeah a win-win win-win for everybody as long as we see each other small doses we're good there you go yeah, yeah. but uh, but no that 85 that super bowl 20 was a wild time dad down in new orleans oh no that was great and we got in the parties and everything oh yeah i mean that wouldn't have happened we were just lucky my dad i think i've told this story before clip but for new folks my dad's one of his best friend was in the button business and it was called hot lights and there were buttons that lit up with like they had like a little battery on the back and they had lights on them and he got the contract from nbc sports wow for the and nbc sports had the broadcast rights to super bowl 20 and their vip party instead of issuing tickets they they contracted with him to make hot lights with the nbc sports logo on it and that was your admission ticket. So they only gave, like, if you had one of those buttons, you were in the party. You remember this, Dad? Sure. It was underneath the Superdome. Was It was a VIP deal. I was at the buffet line, 14 years old, Clip Rock, getting something to eat. I looked to my right, and it's Bryant Gumble. <laughs> it was, I believe, doing the game back then. He God, was like he had to sports. be really young. He was then. doing sports back then. And it was like it was like a who's who, Dad. 
of people there. Hello, Troy. I'm Brian Gumble. <laughs> of course, that was before cell phones and really good cameras. But uh, what a, what a memory! Oh yeah, no, we were lucky, and we went to a party. Uh, then we went to a party across the street too. We <sighs> get in. That was wild. Yeah, it was at the Marriott, I believe, or the or it was either the Hilton or the Marriott. It was wild. I tell you what, those are some great core memories right there. It's hard when that's how I start my NFL career. No wonder everything's been downhill ever since. <laughs> yeah, you started too big. Started with the greatest started. team in the history of the NFL, and uh, should have just retired from football right then as a fan. Uh, yeah, you get get it, getting it back to the uh, the, the horse. Uh, you know, it, it, it was not. It, we 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 made a little money, but under underline little. Uh, we were lucky. So we won a couple of races. Uh, and the the first five at that point the first five uh, winner the first the first five across the finish line got paid, get paid off to some extent so he he was in the top five a couple of races but I I I didn't like it at all I mean I just didn't like it at all I didn't like the whole scene I didn't like that you couldn't trust the people you were dealing with you couldn't do anything on a handshake. And uh, I, I was happy it was over, but it was it was a necessity for the business, and that's sort of huh. why we did it. This was uh, so. Just to clarify that, looking back at it now, fond memories of that experience. Well, it, it was a, <laughs> it's a joke, Dad. It was a joke. He's already said no four times. <laughs> no, no, the, uh, no, the the fond the fond memories was is what uh, my partner and I had to go through. To straighten out the business, and this was just one of those stories. Yeah, I, but how many clip? How many people do you know that have owned a racehorse before personally? Not many. It's now you can say you are friends with a former racehorse owner. Wow! I mean, think about it. I know. Put that on the list. That's a life-changing moment. Not everybody can say they know someone that owns an NBA team or an NFL team personally. But you know a racehorse owner. And now when I win the lottery and go into the business, I can call on Lee D yeah. for support, Lots ask him questions. He yeah. knows that, who to trust, who not to trust. Absolutely. But but you can see, I mean, most of the winning horses have, uh, you know, they're bred, they're bred with future, with former winners. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's where all your champions come from. Uh, not, a, not on a stupid claiming race. But, yeah. Uh, well, what a great story, Dad. I still think it was awesome that this horse did it because it gives schlubs like me and Clip a hope. No, 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 no. It's great. I think it's fantastic because to everybody who has lost a ton of money in the horse race business, and a lot of people have, uh, this, is, this, is, this is a great story. All right. What else going on, Dad? Anything exciting? No, not much. Not much. Just uh, going along and pretty happy. So uh, yeah, living the life. Tony. So uh, so you still exercising a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, every, you know, uh, every day. Uh, What's the exercise routine? Walking, swimming, like what? What you doing? Uh, you have a walk. We got a pool. Uh, I, I walk with some people. Walk with some people here, and uh, naps. Getting some naps uh, in. Excuse me. Getting some naps uh, in. Yeah, always a nap. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's key. That's a, that's a, any any words of wisdom before we let you go, Dad. All right. Yeah, I'll get. I'll give you that, and then then I do have to split. Okay. Uh, Don't want to keep you. Just, yeah. Uh, I just for the people Eastern North Carolina. Just don't be like a hammer and view everything as a nail. Hmm. So, all right, wait there. So, don't be a don't be a hammer. Yeah, don't be a hammer and view everything as a as a nail. I think there's a lot of ways you can interpret that. I, I like it. That's good. Okay. Well, good. So you you would rather be the nail, Dad? <laughs> no, I would be either one, but they, they don't give everybody something to think about it. Yeah, right. There's a there's a whole way of of. Uh, I agree. I, I'm looking at it like this. Not that nail over there is not. I'm not interested in that nail. I don't have to care and have an opinion and and really I don't know express feelings on every issue out there. That nail is none of my response, none of my problem. I'm going to mind my own business on this nail. That's all right, as I said. That's how I interpret it. You don't have to hit it. Exactly. Yeah, you don't have to pounce on it. Leaving that one alone. Hmm. All right. Interesting. I'll leave you. I'm going to leave you all with that. All right. Any big plans tonight, Dad? Troy, you're not intelligent like Lee D and I. You <laughs> yeah. don't understand the. <laughs> you just got to dumb it down for me, Dad. Nuances. What? Uh, any big plans tonight? Yeah, I got I, I got to meet some people for dinner here yeah. at the at the at the Cypress. So all right, I wasn't gonna give your location. I was, we're trying to keep that secret, buddy. Oh, yeah, you weren't. So, I said the, I said the complex. Yeah, I don't want all your stalkers coming, but there is twenty four hour security, and you will be shot if you're not uh, on the list. Aren't they armed got security it. over there? No, oh yeah, we got security. Yeah, don't try and sneak in that place, Clip. <laughs> I can barely get in. I still think there might be some mafia ties here. Chicago, horse racing. He keeps saying some people some and is people. being very generic about it. So, yeah. All right, Dad. Good catching up with you, bud. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Maybe I'll see you this weekend. Thanks, Mr. Dreyfus. Enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. A pleasure, guys. All right. Thanks. Stay safe. There he is. Enjoy your night. Bye. All right. Former horse owner. Yes. Lee D. Wow. All right. So, this is what I took from it. All right. So, he wants you to be the nail. No, 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 he didn't say be the no, nail. No, you didn't listen to him. No, I think he's saying that we should just all have fun and get hammered. <laughs> let's get let's let's party it up. Let's get hammered. That's the great thing about Lee D's advice. You can take it, yeah. in many different. This ways. This one was very vague. It was. Don't be a hammer and view everything as a nail. As a nail is what correct. he said. Yeah. Where I would have said sometimes in life you're the hammer and sometimes you're the nail. That's fine, but this is a different this is a different meaning to okay, that. Okay, well, I'm just trying to make it better. I just took it that we should all get hammered. Let's have fun. Let's party it up tonight. Tonight. Well, Lee D had a strict uh, 25 minute time limit. It is 5:38. So here we go. Let's uh, don't tell him. Let's open up the booty bag. <laughs> Shirley Rose. We got some good laughs. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Some say Bubba Sparks wrote this song about the resort Lee D is living in right now. 
Because there is twenty everywhere. Twenty six single please. people, only everywhere. one single male. Everywhere My dad, and that's just his building. <laughs> There's multiple buildings on the campus. Clip. We need to get into that. I was expecting this a high is, ratio, not that ratio. This, this is, you have nerve, Raleigh. <laughs> this is twenty six to one without going outside, without even going walking to the next building. Does he only wear like smoking jackets and robes? Like I'm you telling know? you. When I restart in life, yeah. this is where I'm going. Reincarnated as a Lee D. Uh, Charlie, what are we giving away? How about uh, shrimp taco lunch, courtesy uh, of Chico? Welcome back, by the way. Thank you. The game didn't go as easy as you wanted. No. South Florida dominates mm-hmm. and wins it. Yeah. All right. Uh, what call are you looking for? Uh, seven. All right. When we return, we'll celebrate Troy D's birthday one day later. Oh, and we got to do it quick because I have to leave a few minutes early because I'm emceeing the Battle of the Bulldogs. All right, we'll so, do it quick. All right. Just like we did that interview quick. <laughs> we'll do this next segment quick. We're back after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles? Tighten and lift your skin. Smooth your skin texture. Erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair. Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit and, uh, excuse me, love your transformation. And congratulations to Robert Matthews of Ahoski. Picked up a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's. Enjoy your favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Plus ice cold cervezas and Chico's famous margaritas are always available. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Brock. All right, we'll try to let Troy get out of here a little bit early. Uh, Battle of the Bulldogs, Troy. Boy, yeah, nice shirt. Thanks. What's, uh, what's going on? This is a, uh, the biggest fundraiser of the year for CMEPS Middle School here in Greenville, North Carolina, on Elm Street, right across from uh, Elm Street Park, and right behind College Hill at ECU. Uh, little Dreyfus and Little Ellerby, Little Dreyfuses and Little Ellerby attend there. By the way, so they have their Battle of the Bulldogs. It's the students versus the teachers in a basketball oh, game. Oh, nice. So uh, it's being put on by the PTA at the Rose Garden at Rose High School. They're expecting a capacity crowd there. A big fundraiser. I love the concessions of this thing because they got great concessions for super cheap. And uh, I'll be doing the announcing. All right. So I'm a little nervous about that. You got it. I know. You got I, it. I don't want to mess up people's names. That is, yeah. Little, but I will tell you, I've seen some of the eighth graders there, and they were bigger than the teachers. What's so. the line? Uh, I'm putting students are a uh, five-point uh, favorite <laughs> wow. right now. All right. Yeah, they, I've seen the boys and girls bigger and taller than a lot of the teachers. There. I'll take the students then. Yeah. All right, before we let you get out of here. By the way, great shirts. Thanks to our friends at University Sportswear. Printed a couple hundred of these shirts. If you would like custom shirts for your event, business, or organization, visit universitysportswearenc.com, and we can do your stuff too. Sounds good. All right. Um, 
yesterday was your birthday. Yep. Thanks for. I got to roll. I'll see you guys. And we're gonna. Oh no 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 no! You're gonna sit your rear end right there. We got gifts, and we're gonna celebrate in style. Now, hold on. I did not. Ma- I, no. When I opened my gifts for me, Shirley, I did not make that's, you open. Give that to Shirley. I did yeah, not make mine. you open gifts. Give that to Chandler. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I did not make you open my gifts. No, we have our own. No, we have our own gifts. All right, fair enough. That's okay. Fair. Well played. We have given ourselves. Thank you for recognizing my birthday, and I hope you got yourself something very nice. Well, I got myself a 2010-11 ECU basketball schedule post. That's pretty cool. Uh, Nice clip. Well done. Cleaned out the closet last night, and there's a lot of crap in there. And this was a really fun team. Yeah. They beat Memphis on senior day, went to the semifinals of the Conference USA tournament, and lost. And Jonte Sherrod, nice Brock Young, uh, Jamar Abrams, Darius Morrow, great team. Yeah. Clip enough about the gift. I love the gift bag that you have. This is, uh, looks like Ariel, Cinderella, and <laughs> Belle. <laughs> the princess bag, I think you should just carry around. I'm all just day. impressed you knew the names. That is impressive. He uh, does have a daughter. I have a lot of these bags at home. Yeah. <laughs> Chandler, real quick, what'd you get yourself for Troy's birthday? Let's see. Awesome. Nice bag, Chandler. Jasmine. Um, oh, who is that? Oh, Ariel and is Snow it? White. Yep, that's Ariel. Nicely done. Right, from Little Mermaid. Ooh, a signed Mike Houston football. Wow. Well huh? done. Cool. Where'd you get All that right, from? Oh, man. Put Houston. that right up there in the camera. I'm so glad that I got hey. myself that. That's pretty cool, actually. Can okay. I get that back, please? Stop touching was, my gift that well, I got myself for Troy's birthday. I know. I was going to hurry it up. That's very cool. All right, here we go. Ooh, a Gavin uh, Williams signed baseball. That's pretty Woo, neat, too. That's actually going to be worth some money someday. Yeah. All right. All right, Shirley, what'd you get? All right, what I got was I got myself a little candle holder that looks like a little mason jar. It's beautiful. Okay, it comes with a little candle. Classy. See? All right. Very classy. And, Troy, you know, I was thinking about the fact that, you know, you never get me flowers, so I bought myself some flowers. These are such thoughtful gifts. Um, <laughs> so I really appreciate I can, I can plant my own flowers so I can pick them for myself. That's I appreciate the thought and effort you guys put into these. It comes with these little flower pots. That's beautiful. That's awesome. And then I bought myself... You know what? Hush. And then I got myself a little soup cup that says... Live cool. life in full bloom. Cool. New Great cup. message. Great Troy, message. Troy, can you can you be quiet, please? We're opening the gifts for your birthday. <laughs> this is what, for us. This is what birthdays are all about: sharing the moment. And I love this. This is a great tradition. I think we could get this to go viral, and if other people could start doing this for their birthdays and let the loved ones that they I mean, have I don't even them, get flowers on like secretary's administrative person day. Your favorite gift day will be my birthday. So, oh, like, Jesus. if the trend continues. People are not going to look forward to their birthdays. <laughs> They're going to look forward to other people's right. birthdays. Exactly. Well, that's good. It's, that's what we that's want, Chandler. All right. I like that, though. In all seriousness. Hey, Clint's birthday's coming up next week. You did get Shirley something. I did. So we got to return the favor. We all chipped in. We did get you some pretzels. <laughs> For the rest of the month. I will say, mine were still sealed. They weren't in a Ziploc re, re, repackaged. Those are great. They are not stale. Yeah. So, uh, enjoy But I do those. like the sticks. Thank yeah. you. And You're I will keep, keep them over here. Because I want to I share these with my coworkers. <laughs> yeah. Because uh-huh. I'm the type of guy, it's not about me, it's about y'all. And I will do exactly you. what you normally do, which is stick my hand right in the bag without even bothering to ask. <laughs> So that is Troy D's birthday. Thank you, guys. Happy birthday, Hope Troy D. Once again, it's the thought that matters to me, and I appreciate you thinking of me. So and thank you. We that will, means a lot. Uh, thank you. Enjoyed it. Yeah. We will uh, let you run to the Rose Garden. Yeah. 
Battle of the Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Right. Get out there. Support him. What are y'all going to do for the last 10 minutes? Uh, I don't know. We're going to sing you happy birthday for the next Do we 10 have minutes. another break? Yeah, we yeah. got another break, so we, we got to take am I, one. What am I going to miss? Uh, a lot of breaks. I've got FOMO. <laughs> now, what is that? Fear of that. missing out. Fear of missing uh, out. Yeah. Yeah. Should I stay? I don't know. Maybe I'll give myself one more gift. <laughs> we'll see. All right. All right we're I'll, back with you. I'll see you next week. All right. See you on Monday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Taking a quick look at your stock market report. The NASDAQ was down 22 points. And closed out the day at 31, excuse me, uh, the Dow was down 103 points at 31,730. The NASDAQ was up six points at 11,370. The S&P dropped only five points, closed out the day at 3,930. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip. All righty, back with you here, Pirate Radio Live. Do we really have another break to take? You no. To okay. Oops. Oh, my God. This thing is Are going you nuts. okay? <laughs> Holy crap. Shirley hadn't had any sound effects today, so she's got to get them out of her system. <laughs> I got to get them all in. No. I, she's trigger happy. Yeah, I was, I, I was trying to switch between screens, and I just decided to hit all the buttons. So the ECU softball season comes to an end as the Pirates fall to usf and uh they are a really good team had a really good pitcher on the mound today shirley and uh ecu helped them out with some errors too not a kind of a sloppy game for the pirates today. it was a sloppy game for the pair uh, for the pirates and uh georgina um Corrick, i believe is her last mm-hmm. name she uh no hit the pirates the last time she faced them and she had a perfect game going into the sixth inning and then hit uh taylor Woodring. so she uh uh, ended up uh, missing out on the perfect game and then uh, lost the no-hitter on a um, bunt single by uh, Tadri Sinney. So, um, but they ended up uh, winning the game 8 nothing. so they will move on. And uh, East Carolina, um, you know, after a, a tough season of ups and downs and, uh, you know, losing some close games and that kind of thing, uh, they're going to regroup, and uh, we'll see what happens next year. I did see something that I'd never seen before in the history of my softball. I saw a bunt single today. Excuse me, a bunt triple today. And I had yeah. never seen that before. And there were a lot of errors in that play. Oh, we saw that play. Oh, did you see that play? They were throwing yeah. it around the yard. It was a heads-up play by um, Desiree Maldonado from South Florida. She, w- she bunted. And ran to first and then saw that no one was at second. Yeah. So she ran to second. And then after a errant throw home, 
she made it all the way to third on a bunt that uh, right down the first baseline. So something I'd never seen before, but you you learn something new every day, I guess. Pirates fall eight nothing today. Their season comes to an end. ECU baseball in action coming up against USF on Friday, Saturday, Sunday on our Bud Light EC report brought to you by Bud Light. Looking at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. Dubba. Astros on top of the Twins four to nothing this is game two of a double header astros won the first one earlier today that one in the fourth inning right now and that is the only game going on couple of finals a's beat the tigers five to three mets over the nationals four to one and the orioles pick up a win they win the series in st louis won two out of three they beat the cardinals today three to two was that score coming up tonight nba playoffs heat at the sixers heat trying to close it out and the suns try to close it out on the road when they face the dallas mavericks tonight uh, the Sixers are home favorites by two. The Suns are road favorites by two points. Stanley Cup playoffs tonight. Hurricanes trying to finish the deal in Boston as Carolina has a 3-2 series lead. The home team has won every game in that series. Maple Leafs trying to close it out in Tampa tonight as they lead at 3-2. Wild and Blues play tonight in St. Louis. Blues leading that series three games to two. And the Oilers are road favorites. Kings can close it out at home tonight against Edmonton. That one at 10 o'clock. So great sports night tonight. Hope you enjoy it. We'll talk about it all when we see you on Friday, 3 o'clock on Pirate Radio Live. For the crew here, I'm Clip Rock. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.